This is Gentleman's Inquiry. We're gonna ask the questions you don't wanna answer. We're gonna make you laugh at things like dicks and cans. We're gonna spit some news. We're gonna talk some crime. Now let me hear you say it just one more time. Gentleman's Inquiry is here to stay. Always being funny till the end of these days. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the show. And give it up for these boys that you already know. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Petey, and welcome to this episode of Gentleman's Inquiry. <laughs> I have a guest with me, as always. What's his name? His name's AJ. Say hi. Hello. Well, that was something, wasn't it? It was. I you, liked man? it. I'm doing great. You know, um, day at work was less than ideal, but that's work. That's work, indeed. It's not podcast talk. No, nah, not really. Not at all. Doesn't. Nah. Doesn't. Doesn't qualify. I ain't down. Nah. Not with that clown. But, but it's, I'll tell you, some clowns, I am down. Shut Wait. the fuck up. Insane clown posse. Fuck Motherfucker that. homies. Homies. <laughs> fuck that. I don't know why you're such a hater, bro. <laughs> if you can't see that, you might as well be voting for Trump. It's obvious <laughs> why I'm a hater. Ah, oh, come on. Come on. They're horseshit. Motherfucking homies. Homies. Oh, God. No, <laughs> fuck that. Ugh. No, that's fair. It's a strange culture. I don't yeah. think anyone should be like, oh, yeah, I'm a juggalo. You could, you know, get down with the music, sure. But when, once, once, once you start putting on the face paint. Once like, gotten to the point that you have, like, a cult-like status where right. people are, like, a community, you know, the juggalos, they have their own name. Right. It's not like, you know, Sting has the Stingamites. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that didn't get all creepy and culty. So you can still enjoy Sting, but I think there's a problem when you start or, getting into that weird part where I you're mean, like, these are my motherfucking juggalos. Right. Or the Grateful Dead had a following, but that was cooler. Uh, see, it's not the same. Yeah, it's, I mean, I it's completely the not heads, the same. But yeah, like, you know, somebody who, like, followed them literally city to city. Ah, oh, never mind. We're just prejudiced. That's what it comes down to. That's what this is. Because it's the same exact thing. True, but... <laughs> All right, long story face short, paint, fuck we have uh, officially isolated two <laughs> very specific groups right here. Yeah. Fuck the Juggalos and the Asians. Now, if you're an Asian <laughs> Juggalo, you, sir, are a unicorn. Yeah. And you will be accepted just because I want to know your life story. If you now. have red hair, <laughs> fucking call me up. I want to do studies more. on you. A ginger Juggalo? A ginger Asian Juggalo? They're already soulless. <laughs> right. How much worse can- you are literally Beelzebub if well, you're rocking red well, hair and juggalo face playing with them slanty ass eyes. I, but yeah, think about that. A ginger Asian juggalo. So you ginger don't have Asian juggalo. You don't have a soul. The wi- the eyes, which are the window to the soul, are severely, <laughs> severely lacking. You, you really got to peer through them. More like a uh, hotel room peep. Whole. Yeah, like a Steven like, Seagal set of eyes. Like, <laughs> does he even have eyes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I gotta watch that I'm trailer. The, uh, King of Improv, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta watch that trailer that they were watching. Oh, I know for his new movie. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> see that, dude. That dude is on a movie making rampage. Oh, th- maximum of kick- kickage. Have you seen the trailer for that one? I believe no. it's one right before this one. Also garbage. Of course. Also garbage. But this one, like, was clearly filmed in Calabasas. Like, just right outside LA, basically. Yeah. And it's obvious as fuck that it's not the Middle East like they're playing it off to be. Like, it's embarrassing. Not to mention the fact that you chose Steve Seagal as your lead man. (laughs) Like, that's that's bad enough. But then, like, you couldn't even scout location well enough to be like, 
yeah, this could be the desert because it's a desert. No, no, it doesn't look quite like There's desert. foliage everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just foliage everywhere. You got like a redwood forest right next to one of your scenes. <laughs> a waterfall in the background. <laughs> We're gl- going with it. A glorious turnpike. It's like, I don't think they have that in the depths of Kali Bob in the Middle East. <laughs> if Mad Max can do it and win Oscars, so That's can we. Place. Kali Bob, blow my mind. It is? Oh, the phones are lighting up. I guess we have people letting us know Kali Bob is real. <laughs> Jamie from uh, Texas, tell me more. Well, son, I've been over to the Middle East a good number of times, and I have seen some crazy turnpikes over there, so I don't think it's fair to say that this was not filmed in the Middle East. Now, we all know that gun-toting martial arts motherfucker friends with the Russians, he's one bad motherfucker. It's pretty fucking upsetting to see you guys ragging on him like this. Uh, Uh, Jamie, calm down. Jamie. Now, why were you in the Middle East, Jamie? Why do you think, motherfucker? I'm guessing, are you an army? I Military am a full, red-blooded Texan. Of course I was over there, but not with the army. No, no, no. Marine? Fuck you. Mercenary. I mm. do things right. And I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh, I do it. Calm down, Jamie. Calm down. Jamie... You got a problem, and you I mean, need to if work you're, that out. If you're out there fighting for this country, by all means, do that. Find but... your fucking freedom. Exactly. I, I applaud you for it, but, I mean, it's Let's like. Let's hear it then. Um, <laughs> so, I and I, I scrolled past a Facebook post today. So who knows if this is factual? Uh, I think we I think we lost Jamie, guys. I think yeah. we lost him. She J- Jamie, hung up and got pissed off. Uh, oh, sorry, Jamie. But if you're still listening, you can listen to this. Um, I was scrolling past a Facebook post, so who knows if this is actually factual. Two young men went to a Trump rally, um, just for the fuck of it. Is this the Chicago one that got canceled? No. No. Because, obviously, they weren't there at the rally. I mean, Donald Trump wasn't there. Anyway. Okay, fair enough. They listened to him speak, and they reveled in how ridiculous it is. But they have this, uh, veteran go up there and speak, and I have nothing against veterans. I, like I said, I applaud you. Um, I wouldn't have the courage to do it just because I, I like living my life how I want to and all that. But, <laughs> I don't like being told how to how to shit. Exactly, where to shit. <laughs> how to shit, where to shit, when Clean to out shit, the shitters. If you're allowed to shit. Right. Um, Fuck all that. But apparently, according to these two young gentlemen's story, this man made a speech about how he shed blood on all seven continents. Who made a speech? Uh, this veteran. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, how he shed... That man's... The veteran spread. Yes. Okay. Just making sure that we weren't right. talking about the veteran the, talking about Trump spreading blood no, across no, the no. world. Okay. This veteran has uh, spilled blood on all seven continents. And, you know, I just kind of skinned right past that. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, you fought for us. Thank you. Awesome. And then it didn't even dawn on me, but these two gentlemen bring up a good point. Like, when did we fight a war in Antarctica? <laughs> like, did you get attacked by penguins? Like, what is March the of the deal? Penguins didn't exactly play out how you thought it did. Morgan Freeman was convincing, but man, it was a slaughter. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Antarctica looked more like Caligula for a good three, four days. It was fucking crazy. Just I thought that was bodies funny. of macaroni penguins and and Eskimos alike, even though they don't live in Antarctica. Nope, not not at all. Not at all. Nobody lives there. <laughs> Except for scientists. Part-time scientists. Yeah, part-time <laughs> scientists that, that just couldn't get in anywhere else. They're like, okay, we could, you know, be a marine scientist. Now you're going to go study ice chunks at the bottom of the fucking earth. That sounds better. 
All right, you don't even get to go to the North Pole see if Santa Claus is the real deal. <laughs> We're sending you south. <laughs> We're sending you south. It's Krampus uh, or bust. Krampus or bust. <laughs> Fucking A. Great well, hey, stuff. I had a couple of nude ar- news nude articles. That would have been just as good as news articles. Let's be uh, honest. Take it off. Um, you are not nude. I'm warm. This is horseshit. I am warm. I could afford to take a little off right now. It is um, warm. Beautiful Two wonderful here. news stories. Yeah. Minnesota just got great all of a sudden. Fantastic. Fucking... For anybody who thinks this isn't a perfect day, you can suck some serious chodes. Oh, sun's out. Little breeze. Mm. Uh, there's, I mean, if you're a golfer, there's a little bit of cloud cover. Hardly humidity. Oh, and that's the worst part about Minnesota summers, Sun. man. That humidity. Mm. Anyways, All news right. articles. News, so, news, news. This was just, you've probably even seen this uh, across the Facebook. For anyone out there who hasn't, though, you need to hear about this because it's just, it's too good. It's too good. It's just too good. Asheville, North Carolina. Already not liking it. Asheville's transportation director says somebody downtown has been giving people fake parking tickets. Parking downtown this weekend could be tough. The city expects 20,000 people visiting for the SoCon tournament. Now, this is a problem because these fake tickets were $100 a piece and people are expecting to pay these $100 tickets. But it became less of a problem when they decided to scan the barcode on the ticket so they could find out more. And it led them to a lovely little video. That started as follows. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna Somebody let you Rick roll. They were putting fake parking tickets on vehicles with a code that sends them to get Rick rolled. That is the single most amazing thing. Just. <laughs> that is so fucking amazing. Rick roll has done taken to the next level, man. Caduce to you. Caduce to you. Rick rolls have been featured in parades, during public political speeches, the Macy's now parade. on parking tickets. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! I was reading that and I just couldn't help losing my shit. Can you imagine getting that parking ticket? And then, ah, uh, I would be pissed. Well, mo- I, I bet most of those people too, like they got it and they're just like, I, "What did I do wrong?" Right. I, there's it's. Perfectly fine to park here. Every sign says it's fine to park here right now. What the fuck is this? And then they go to find out, oh my god, uh, yeah, fuck. Never gonna give yeah. you up. Never gonna let You'd you You'd be down. pissed for approximately 0.75 seconds <laughs> until you lost your mind laughing. <laughs> and and being looking around for the fucker who gave you the fake ticket just so you could give it back to him, bow to him, and say, Holy you shit. were not worthy. Oh we are not worthy. That's so fucking funny. That's how many, awesome. How many of those people do you think didn't get it? Just didn't get the plenty. joke? Plenty. Probably plenty. I right. agree. Some of the older crowd, Never I'm gonna sure. Give, never gonna give. Never gonna give. Never but, gonna give. Uh, where, how do you scan it? I think say? it was a barcode. I'll pull it back up because they had a picture of the ticket. But like, how do you... Like, do you oh, no. Uh, okay. Duh. It was a QR code. Well, okay, one of them fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. like so, so it's uh, it's a square, right, okay. and it's got the square in the upper left corner, and then it's just so a bunch an of pixelated app on your dots. Phone. Yeah, and then you just scan it with your phone camera, and then right. it takes you to a link. So I'm guessing a lot of the people that <laughs> wouldn't have got that joke probably didn't, have didn't even scan it, or don't know how to scan a QR. Yeah, code. they just yeah. went straight to the you know uh, whatever you call it, justice department or whatever. Uh, what is this? When it comes to fake tickets, the city's being frank. It causes extra work, causes aggravation for our citizens, and I really think somebody's doing it for a prank. No fucking shit. Of course. <laughs> I really think someone's doing it for... No, 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 no. This was a public service. And they haven't figured out who's done it? 
Um, I haven't gotten to that part of the article yet. Oh, okay. But if you didn't think this was a prank, what the fuck Don't, was it? You think yeah. Rick Astley's planning a comeback? <laughs> Rick like, Astley. He didn't get his Canada this year in the Grammys. He's like, I'm tired of this. I'm fucking tired. I'm never going to give you up. I'm getting that Grammy. And um, this is his ploy to get his name back in the public eye. Now, don't tell me who did it, or don't, don't read into that yet. Let's speculate. Uh, fair enough. Continue. Speculate away. Doing my Sherlock Holmes. How many tickets were there? Uh, I think they said... Oh, I haven't thought They don't have a number so far as to how many tickets were issued. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, because if it's anything, like, in bulk... Yeah, like it doesn't say the number more. of tickets. Um... I want to say your first go-to, somebody who's got a hookup at Kinko's or some shit, you know? Somebody spent money on this. And once again, kudos to you. But (laughs) that's who I'd look at first, somebody in the paper industry. Or, if not at least in the industry, start looking at those particular printing places because like they looked like legitimate tickets yeah and there's only certain places that could print those out effectively right so go to those places and look for any orders they've had and you, you'll probably find your culprit pretty cl- pretty quick right man but i like the amazing. idea of it being like a meter made <laughs> like like those hardly exist anymore but like, right. <laughs> i can just picture one just some no not even a real meter maid so like a michael weston type character who wanted to pull off the ultimate prank and dressed up like a meter maid so it looked like he was inconspicuous just going around all the quarter meters and just slipping his ticket underneath each one of the windshields looking like it was all official business and before you know it Never gonna run around and hurt you. That's amazing. I that, love it. That's fucking awesome. That's amazing. I love it. One person took a ticket to City Hall and tried to pay it. Oh, of <laughs> course. Like we told them this is not ours. All right. We I doubt City Hall would ever put that kind of a scan code on a <laughs> ticket. Right, exactly. You don't know any better, you know. You're not going to not want to pay it, that's for sure. When someone first glances at the citation, it does look official, but there are many keys when you start looking at it. The ticket is physically larger. It was dated Friday, March 5th, when it was the 4th. It had a fake officer ID and a made-up violation code. The ticket also has a QR code for smartphones to scan. The city's tickets do not have QR codes. No. I, I, <laughs> but, like, the fake I, police ID and that stuff, how would you know? How would you know it's fake, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's honestly a perfect prank. It's, it's really perfect. It right. truly Because uh, the photo at the top of the page here has one of the actual ones and then uh, one of the ones that was the fakes. Oh, of course, it's going to be a video with some stupid commercial ahead of time. But yeah, dude, that's fucking just that's gay. genius. That's fucking genius. That's awesome. It, it made me upset that I never went about doing my high school prank. You know, a lot of yeah. seniors think about a senior prank yeah, what, to try what, and pull what off. What were your thoughts on a senior prank? Oh, dude, it was so good. It's definitely illegal, but I was pretty proud of the idea. And it would have been I achievable. A, I had a decent idea. I mean, we did do a couple senior pranks on our uh, uh, guidance counselor, yeah. which I'll get into after uh, your uh, fair enough. Your uh, the, uh, the one that I had planned was, I thought it would be awesome to come in the middle of the night with, I don't know, four or five friends 
four or five stencils, you know, one for each, some spray paint, preferably one that's not going to be permanent, but, you handicap know. Handicap signs? And put handicap signs on every single okay, parking I space in the parking lot. I thought we talked about this. Yeah, yeah oh, I know. I talked this. about this with at least two or three people. Yeah, because I had, like, we were all just I like, remember God, thinking just, about I that. I can guarantee that's illegal. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we were going to do it to West. serious trouble. <laughs> we were going to do it to make right. it to West. And being 18 them. already, it's like, fuck, I can get charged as an adult. Right. It sucks, which is the only reason I didn't go for it. I, I have think no they spray idea. painted something on our field Did they? and they didn't get any flack for it. What would have been amazing? Just fork the entire football field. Yeah. Forking lawns is probably one of the mu- the most impressive, basic, non-invasive pranks possible. You ever bizquick? Oh somebody? my god, I have not. That would have been amazing. Could you imagine bizquicking their entire field? Uh, oh my god. Field? It was actually meters. It was quarter meters that they were doing these at. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a good prediction on my behalf. Top notch. Pat on the back. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. That's not the, I think the handicap style would have been quick, easy. Yeah, I mean, I really wouldn't have taken more than, what, two, if, three minutes exactly. per stall? And if you did it with the right paint to where it's very easy to wash off, it would have been, you know, pretty much harmless. Exactly. That was something I did look into that, and it was like, I can't find, like, a good wash-off paint. Right. Like a water-soluble Because if you paint. actually, that, that that much vandalism, you would Right, because that's actual vandalism. shit. Now, if you just, like, if you could find a way to do a chalk outline, you know they do. that's the biggest issue about our parking lot, is that it does have that. But if you could find a way to do, like, a chalk... Right. version of it dude that would just wash off in the rain right no that big takes deal a lot of time if you were to chalk it out oh for course. sure and that's the problem right unless you got like a spray chalk right you know, and then you can just get yourself one of those nice uh painter's spray cans you know right the ones that you just you know that would have been amazing then... i really did like that show on mtv the high school senior pranks fuck yeah that was, they came up with some pretty high school good shit. Uh, high school scandals pranks and controversies yeah. right yeah Something to that effect, dude. That was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, lowering all MTV the fucking too. bus tires so Hell they couldn't yeah. even go to school. Yeah, that. I mean, kids, kids come up with some pretty good <laughs> shit. <laughs> and we're just in some of our prime as far as like athleticism, so we can do some stupid right, shit we can as far pull as the off physical stu- part. Yeah, you get six, eight good high school football players, and you one can move cop a car. shows up. Good fucking luck, man. We're gone. Right. You might catch one or two of us. Yeah, exactly. You want to come chase <laughs> us through the football field? Okay. <laughs> What did you have? Um, yeah, that was the handicap. The thing handicap was, one, right? Yeah. Right. But then what we did, and I'm not sure if you were there for this e- either. The I didn't OJ participate prank. in it in in the balloon one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I didn't participate in. It. I only got to see the aftermath. Right. So what we did is we uh, got the ins because our, our guidance counselor in high school, uh, amazing. She was fantastic, super cool. Um, and it was her last. Uh, we were class. her last class, yeah. Right, her last full four-year class that she had us for four years. And um, so we got the keys. So I don't know how somebody got the keys. Somebody had the hookup to get into the guidance counselor part of the school at night. And uh, we filled up. I wonder if it was Jake. Ah, I'm sure. Jake had keys for a lot of stuff because he did like the, the lights sound and stuff and, and the lights. sound for the events. That makes sense. I um, could see it being Jake. Yeah. Or they were in cahoots with some teacher, but... Or or the desk lady, or I don't know what her name was. The receptionist for them. Fuck if I know. Nah, I, don't, I don't give a fuck, honestly. I was in that office twice, only my senior year, because I had to be to ask questions. I was in there almost every fucking day. <laughs> just because Never I didn't want to be in class. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, I'm going to yeah. talk to the guidance counselor, because that's fun. Um, 
Great time. But anyways, we fill up hundreds of balloons and uh, hundreds, hundreds, and fill her office full. I'm talking to the brim full. Where you, at the end of it, we closed the door and we were going through another office and adjoin an adjacent office popped up the ceiling tiles and we're dropping them in <laughs> from the top. So it's full, they like a hundred percent full. Did it through the sub ceiling. That's fucking genius. Yeah. And we, and we had a little guy, Eddie puts Eddie, here, right. yeah, who could fit up there just perfectly. We had a nice system going. We filmed it all. It was fun. It was all fun and games, but right? Did you do it like fucking uh, old school fire line style where like people are just filling balloons, passing them down the line? Up yeah, the we ladder, had one with the, like somebody had a hand pumper. Oh, okay. You know, people were doing it manual. <laughs> we had an air compressor. Holy shit. Like. We fucking Balls we did out. work. We Holy did. Shit. I want to say we were there for an hour, maybe tops. <laughs> oh man! You know, fucking just That's doing quick it for hundreds of balloons. Yeah, we, and I think we had to go get more balloons because we we're like shit. You know, we didn't, we didn't anticipate uh, this. We, we out of and we had Mash Norberg there, who's like a genius. Could have done okay. This is right. how big the average. This balloon is how gets. many cubic centimeters we had to fill. So, and if you blow every balloon, no, yeah. So <laughs> we hit, we wound up going to Walmart, get more balloons, and coming back, and it it worked out great. Next day, uh, we got there early. We filmed it, I think, because we also had that Cougar Broadcast uh, class. So we had referenced from last week, right? We uh, had all this filming uh, equipment mm-hmm. that was nice oh, yeah. for us to have, and it made for a good show. I don't, I'm not sure if we put it on the show or not, but I think we did. Um, so I, we got I remember to see... seeing the video. I don't right. uh, graduation. They played at graduation. Yeah, we played at yeah. graduation because it was amazing. Yeah. And so we got to see her first actual reaction, and it was is hilarious because she's such a nice lady, and she opens it up and she turns around like, "Oh my God, are these latex? You're gonna kill somebody!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, for that one motherfucker in the whole school who has a latex allergy, and she's worried about uh-huh. him. <laughs> and you know, we pop them all, and you know, help her clean it and up. You that mess was to awesome. Clean, yeah. But uh, the second part of her prank was really. Uh, something I, I'm glad we pulled off. We uh, she had an intern that year, or an apprentice, and somehow she got a copy of her car key, like car key. Yeah, Miss OJ car key, and uh, we asked the principal because I mean this could get could have got us in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, can we put our guidance counselors? car up on the stage in the auditorium where they speak to you before you go out and walk for graduation. Yeah, yeah. He's like, be super careful, boys. I'm okay with it. So we had, I, I think it was, uh, you know, none of you know these people, Eddie, Alex, and Charlie, go get her car, bring it around back, drive it up on the stage. And then they're not there, of course. And we're trying to, you know, everybody's got to be there. You got to walk, right? right? Right. And so she's, you know, kind of doing the tally. And then, I was supposed to play the fool of being in the crowd when, you know, she's addressing us and I get a phone call in the middle and I stand up. I'm like, where are you? We're about to walk. Like, are you guys not walking? And then all of a sudden honking the horn. She turns around. Oh my God. That's my car. (laughs) Her car's on stage. (laughs) And she's like, how did you do this? It was amazing. (laughs) We didn't hurt That's anybody. So fucking it was awesome. good fun. She had fun. It was amazing. I, that was one of, a completely right. non-negative. Definitely set of top pranks. five high school moments of my life. That's so right. fantastic. Yeah. 
It the best amazing. the year before did was uh, what was it? A sit-in in the library? Yeah, that was because everybody I hated the about. library. Well, Nazis. She was a fucking cunt. Every but, one of them well, were. One in particular. One in particular, but every one of them were. But every except for the one that sat behind the book return desk. Right. She was. She was the one cool, nice one, collective. but everybody else. Because they were like they were mo- the computer monitors essentially. They were making sure you weren't, you know, looking at porn or trying to figure out how to make napalm on school computers or whatever. Or if like, you're in there, even if you're pa- you, you weren't able to or Facebook pass- for yeah. that matter, or you weren't able to pass through because it was a cut shortcut for lunch. A lot of people would do just walk right to the library instead of going all the way around. The way our school is set up is uh, right. the lunchroom sits on say it's the south side, and then there's no real classrooms until you get to the north side of the of that library right and the only way to do that without going through the library is the long roundabout way of going all the way around this giant just a big square, square part of the building yep whereas this way i can pass right through and it takes me right to my locker right. my english class or whatever it's way cuts like two minutes off your travel time especially uh, if you're already almost late for and class. at lunch oh man you gotta get there <laughs> you were out trying to get t-bell and stop at quick trip before you got done or with even your just getting in lunch. line earlier than everybody else <laughs> Right. I right. want my fucking sub the way I want it, goddammit. I don't want to only have five minutes to fucking eat. Right. And then I got to leave and get back to class. Fuck e- that. Exactly. Trying to get to class or trying to get to lunch quick. So, I mean, they wouldn't let us do that. If you were in there, they were on top of your ass. Where's your pass? You know, the hall pass. The system. only ones that really cared about exactly. that in our entire fucking school. Even the narcs didn't care that Even much about hall Even the security guards. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I meant by the narcs. narcs yeah. yeah. We They're have like, like hey, roaming security doing? guards ah! in our school because there's like, you know, a lot of negativity in our building. <laughs> we had I, I saw knife pulls and we had fight week and yeah. a lot of Somalians that were no Bras offense to those out off. there, but that's that's where the problems came from yeah. our school was all the Somalian kids. People blowing up toilets in summer school. <laughs> that was amazing, okay. Kudos to you, sir. <laughs> uh, I think that was Derek Winshittle. <laughs> Makes sense. Pretty sure it was Derek. He yeah. snuck into the fucking the chem closet, grabbed some... a giant hunk of natural sodium, yep. and threw it into a toilet bowl and exploded the fucking toilet. God. All right, that's yeah. a fun way to spend your fucking summer and now, school day. Right. And now, <laughs> as an adult, that's fucking hilarious. Fuck that man, I'd be so pissed. Like as an adult who's worked a job, that maintenance guy, he's just there. <laughs> You know, it's pretty chill for him. He's waxing floors. We have a friend. Imagine Gabe finding that situation. Having to deal with that. And, like, uh, people broke into Rosa Parks not long ago, and he had to deal with that whole situation. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, he had to go to court and, uh, you know, basically state what happened. And give his deposition. Yeah, basically. And it's like, God, as an adult, you look back on it and be like, that was a real shitty thing to do. You know, this guy, he's just making a living. Who's right. breaking into an elementary school? Yeah. Fucking kids. You know. Probably ne'er do well. What? Okay. So I oh, got to tell God. you a fucking story. I love it. Oh, shit. I'm excited. So probably about four nights ago, we are si- we live in a trailer park, folks. So not always the best environment. Not at all. But definitely provides some interesting shit. So the other night, we're sitting in our living room watching a little burn notice, loving some Michael Weston. You know, that's how we'd be doing lately. Uh, and uh, we hear a ruckus uh, coming from our uh, multiple personality disorder-laden f- neighbor directly behind us, Ben Kirk. His uh, name is Kirk, but his alternate personality is Ben. Really? Very angry. You've had conversations with this one. I personally have not, but Nicole, Nicole and Ty have. 
Right, because it's Ty's neighbor. Right, lives right, right next. To, so seems a weird character. I've seen him. Us, if you know anything about trailers, they're just long. So you right. got front, long rectangles, back, left, and right for neighbors. So we got old folks to our right, uh, nobody to our left. Kirk and Ben directly they behind us. Yeah, they moved out. Uh, oh. Right meth, before winter. meth lady moved Me- out. Meth lady with the uh, fat kids eight, eight moved kids, out. Eight kids, yeah. Um, and then Ty lives to our back left. Right. Another one of our so friends. Ben Kirk is literally directly behind my bedroom. Yeah. And we hear some some hullabaloo going on outside. Okay. And we're like, well, Ben's out. <laughs> Kirk's in for the night. It's a Ben time. Oh, boy. You know, so we just assume he's yelling at his dog or his daughter or a friend or a neighbor or someone driving by, whatever. Ben's just being Ben, whatever. And we just kind of ignore it. Now, here we are two days later. Nicole goes and hangs out with Ty and right. finds out the true story. Uh-oh. So what happened is... I wish I had a law and order. Dun-dun. <laughs> oh, very much, dude. This gets pretty intense. Ooh. So... Juicy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing likes the trailer park fun. On the edge of my seat. So he's sitting out on his deck, enjoying some of the nice weather we've had recently. And uh, two, three kids drive by in a car. Uh, all black kids. You know, details, I guess. I don't know if it's really relevant, but... They matter. It, it kind of does matter. All, all details with, with, matter. <laughs> with how this progresses, it's like... It's just very stereotypical how this progresses. So uh, two or three black kids stroll by, young Barely, you know, definitely high school age students, 16, 17, They're maybe. They're driving a car, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, well, maybe some of them were younger, but at least right. one of them was 16. And uh, they throw a rock out the window and hit his car and crack his windshield. Ooh, but, bad. And they drove away. But a few minutes later, they drive by again. But he sees them coming before they get up to his house, snags himself a rock, launches that motherfucker, and breaks their window. One of the side windows. Oh, Jesus. And then there's some brief shouting. And this is all during the daylight still. It's uh, probably late afternoon, 5, 6 o'clock. And so then, kind of uh, a little dusky. Yeah, out. it's it's getting dusky. He's probably got a beer or two. Pink in the sky. Know, enjoying some natty light in his hand. You know, that okay. kind of shit. It's getting, you know, good part of the evening. And not the kind of situation you want to be in, throwing fucking rocks at one another. And then, uh, so now he's pissed off. His windshield's cracked. But he gets a little a little revenge and breaks their fucking windshield, or their, uh, their side sh- Window, rather. Excuse me. Fumble that. Um, but they go and crew up. Oh, boy. So now roughly 12 young black young black gentlemen, ranging presumably from the age of, I don't know, 12 to 18. Let's yeah. say that. Because I didn't see it, but from what Ty described, they were varying in height and size. So let's go 7th to 12th grade, young, Somalian, right. Muslim, whatever, Middle Eastern, maybe African, who knows. Young black gentleman. And they all come back to fuck this guy up because they broke his window. And Ben Kirk has a friend over, and all these children get out of the car, surround his house and deck, and, and they just start yelling, pounding on his house, screaming, we're going to burn this motherfucker to the ground, like threatening to start his house on fire. Jesus Christ. Ben Kirk and his friend come out wielding guns. I would proceed do the same if I had. to literally beat the shit out of 12 children. Holy Two men shit. took on 12 children, broke bones on these kids, and sent them scattering because they were threatening to burn his fucking house down after throwing a rock at his car first. That's the most amazing thing in the world to me. Oh, 
Thank you, Ben. You Kirk. go, Ben. You crushed it. You go, Ben. The cops stopped by the next morning. Of course. Just to get a little info on what happened. And they basically just take what happened and go away. Like, he's not in any trouble. Right. It's a report. Yeah. That's all it was. There's nothing you can do now. It, and it's just, that was the end of it. Unless somebody <laughs> died. <laughs> the two, they just beat the shit out of 12 kids. They took 12 kids on all at once. These two dudes. It's amazing. <laughs> Some true trailer park bullshit trash going on in my backyard. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. We're going to burn this motherfucker. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Comes out with a shotgun ready to fucking blow some brains out and just ends up beating the shit out of him instead. Dude. Smart. On so fucking decision. awesome. Yeah. So fucking awesome. They're it's on like, his property, you man. You of shit got what you had coming to you. Exactly. Just Who just goes by and throws a rock out the window of somebody's car? Like... The fuck's wrong with I you? When I was a you deserve everything you I got. I did that there. type of shit because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the smartest kid in the world. But that's, they did it really there. brazenly. Like it's one thing to sit on an overpass and try to drop rocks on the cars on the right. highway because right. they're never gonna find you, you know. Right. But to just slowly drive past someone's house in a trailer park, launch a rock while he's standing outside, and not expect there to be any sort of repercussions. Come on, how dumb are you? Uh, the, you came back. That's oh the yeah, issue. and they came you by. Came back. Twice. Yeah, you you had your fucking fun. Leave. And you could have gotten away with it. Yeah. The, the most he would have had, Ben Kirk, that is, would maybe a license plate. That's right. the best he would have had on him. Exactly. And guess where that license plate would have led? Their parents. Their parents. Right. Which, what's that going to get you? It was just so amazing to me. Yeah. That shit happened in my That's back fucking awesome. yard. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah, dude. Fucking Ben Kirk, rocking the fucking world. God damn. Sorry to say it, folks. Keep tuned in, but I think that's going to be the fucking peak of this podcast. <laughs> I don't think I can beat it. Uh, I don't know, man. There was another story that I came across. It's pretty interesting. Um, Let's see. I don't want to start off with the obvious. Um... All right, here's probably a good part to start in the article. John R. Lynn faces, and this uh, this article is from 2014, September of two years ago-ish. Okay. Uh, let's go year and a year half-ish. Half. Right. Um, John R. Lynn faces two counts of criminal sexual conduct for incidents that allegedly happened since late February. Charges were filed by Ramsey County. According to the criminal complaint, an employee at Weger's hardware store in New Brighton called police on August 26, saying that she thought Lynn, her co-worker, was leaving bodily fluids on her desk. Can you guess where this leads? Can you guess it all? Jizz. Of course. She told officers that she found Lynn that afternoon standing in front of her desk, his back turned to her and his hands near his crotch. The worker wasn't sure what Lynn was doing, but she told police he had a deer in the headlights expression on his face when he noticed her behind him. Lynn quickly left the room and slammed the door behind him, the worker said seconds later. Uh, Lynn came back in, told the worker he had uh, a question for her but forgot it, and then he left the area. Uh, the worker continued oh to tell police she suspected her, de- or she inspected rather her desk and found fluid on the surface dripping onto the floor. A lot of it had been absorbed into her hair scrunchie, which she had put into a plastic bag, uh, and then was um, also collected with her coffee, coffee mug, and that scrunchie. So the- that's the evidence that they took right. from the scene. Uh, the worker told police that she'd had problems with Lynn for months. He allegedly left his zipper down often. It happened so much that the worker said she threatened to report Lynn if it happened again. On August 28th, Lynn agreed to meet police at the New Brighton Public Safety Center, <clears throat> the compliance states. Um, 
while talking with officers, he admitted to ejaculating on his coworker's desk and coffee mug uh, on August 26th, which was his birthday. Oh, well, birthday... Of, of course, birthday boy jizz. It yeah, makes sense. birthday boy just, jizz. Just trying to get that nut just off on to, his favorite yeah, co-worker. Just trying you know? to blow out your own candle. Just trying to, exactly, exactly. Yeah. See, AJ gets it. Hey, sexual harassment? <laughs> nah. Nah, it's not even a problem. He then went on to admit that he'd ejaculated on her coffee twice in the last six months and on her desk four times, wiping up the mess with her scrunchie. The, wow. the story goes on, but really, I mean, that kind of gets the, the point across. That's, that's the meat of it. And how do you react to that? Like, she goes on to describe how she noticed a few times that her coffee tasted odd, but she just chalked it up to maybe some spoiled milk or cream or whatever that she had put in her coffee. This dude was jerking off and coming in her coffee and on her table. Personal things. And then cleaning it up with her hair scrunchie. All because he wanted this, he liked this lady and wanted her to notice him. Do you think this is the way to get any fucking woman to notice you? Do you think this is going to actually help you get laid by this woman? She's going to be like, oh my God, your jizz, it smells so good. It crusts up so, so well. It's pheromones, I don't even see, (laughs) Parmesan cheese doesn't flake this well. This is amazing. Like, what do you expect the reaction to be? somebody making pancakes? Why does it smell like pancake batter? (laughs) It smells like pancake batter in here, and I'm just. Like a big old bucket of nut. (laughs) When I smell pancake batter, and I know there's no pancake being made, there's only one other alternative. (laughs) Only one. Come some frothy. Where's this cum. frothy cum coming from? <laughs> That's uh, an interesting couple of words. Where's this frosty cum coming from? Where is this frosty cum coming from? Wow, I like how that rolls. I do. Rickroll. <laughs> <laughs> Give you yeah. up. That's his That's mantra. Exactly his mantra. That's his mantra. <laughs> You know, I, I have a feeling what the that fuck this is wrong with this guy. I feel like he's touched. Oh, this was Minnesota. In case that wasn't clear, this was Blaine. This was in the Twin Cities. Like I said, Minnesota is above average for sex sex crimes nationally. We just got some weird fuckers. Why do you think that is? Probably because we don't sell liquor on Sundays. Probably. That's probably what it is, right? So stupid. It's fucking God, dry I hate Sundays. That. That's the worst rule. Why in the world? What the fuck's the point? We're not a Mormon state. Right. Leave that shit to Utah and let us have our fucking booze. That's so rude. S- separation of church and state, anyways. Like what? Well, I mean, how much does that really ring true when you swear on the Bible every time you're on the stand? There's really no separation when that's part of the process. True. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, I that's, just I figured I would share that. I with feel you. Like, like he's got something. You, can you imagine he's got discovering loose that? Up there. Could you imagine discovering that shit's happening? I mean. I mean, if it were a mysterious fluid on your desk, a crunchy scrunchy, and some odd flavored coffee. Right now, if it were me as a man, I beat the shit out of that other man. Oh yes. If it's me as a female, I get him locked up as long as possible because that's ultimate level of disrespect and just ugh. Like so horrific. I mean, I guarantee it didn't taste like French vanilla. No. Why is it? That's a thing. How salty do you think it was? You know, Dude. like I don't know. The, I don't know the, the this bitters, man's diet. The bitters of coffee is probably enough to cover up the saltiness of cum. True, but she, you said she kind of she did take she did notice a funk. Off. Now, see, in my brain, part of that could just as well come from the aroma. Oh yeah, the smell of heated huge, jizz. It, smell plays a huge part in and how you taste things. Fat dumping fat loads into a hot cup of coffee. So it's essentially like this cup of coffee's microwaving this jizz, heating it up, which 
if I'm not mistaken, really in releases the aroma of just about everything. Now, do you know what kind of office this is? Is it like a cubicle oh, setup? I'm not or entirely is it, sure. Or is it like it, it, just a single office? I didn't see a real uh, description of what kind of setup it was. Because, I mean, if it's, a, if it's a cubicle office, I almost want to give the guy credit for, for being able to beat off without anybody noticing. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't really say... I'm guessing it was just like a single office. You're in there by yourself. He sneaks in there, does his d- duty. But still, you have to have, like, you must be really good at masturbating to be able to come in that sort of situation. I wouldn't be able to. I would I mean, barely be able to get half hard. Everybody's got their thing, then, I guess. But yeah, like... I, I can't. I can't even <laughs> masturbate like just thinking about things. I have to. I have to have some visuals, something. You know, what's most disturbing about this to me personally is the repercussions that come along with it. Only a year, maybe a little bit more in prison. Really? And a $4,500 fine. God, that's And or, up. excuse me, not necessarily both. So the dude's barely going to spend right. a year, maybe a year and a half in prison. Does he deserve prison. a life sentence? No. No, but does he deserve like two or five? Probably. I would say so. Like This dude could have given her AIDS or Hep C or fucking whatever awful disease he has. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about Not that. Not to mention the fucking mental fuckery that's going on. This dude was jizzing in her he coffee needs help. without her knowing. Like, that could fuck with a person's brain. They could, they'll never trust anybody again. You know what right. I mean? Like, girls don't even get raped. They get barely sexually assaulted and they're fucked for life. You know what right. I mean? Not to play that like it's a super light thing, but like... Even girls that don't actually get raped are ruined for life. Completely paranoid. This is just shy of that same thing. Like, this dude's literally stalking her, jizzing in her coffee, and cleaning (sighs) whatever he missed into the coffee cup up with her fucking scrunchie. And he's done this supposedly only a few times, but, like, she said she had noticed it more than what he described in the last couple of months. So either he was doing it more often than he let on, or there's more than just him jizzing in her fucking coffee. Because that's another possibility here. Multiple assailants? Multiple jizzers? <laughs> we have a multi-jizzer fucking situation on our hands here. Uh, multi-jizz situation. God, fuck that, man. We got the cult of cum. God, yeah, that, that guy definitely deserves to be behind bars. Not everybody has to like coffee, but I don't think that's the way to turn somebody's opinion. That's just fucked up, man. That's like, real fucked up. They they have to do a psyche eval on him because there's obviously something wrong. There's some serious problems with that dude's brain. Exactly. Like I don't like he was in his like his mid thirties. You know, probably just <sighs> miserable. I don't know if he was married or anything. He didn't describe much about right, his personal still, life. Right, but still, your frontal cortex like, has to you know or whatever that's called <clears throat> the, frontal the decision making. Yeah, yeah, the prefrontal cortex. Yeah, has to unless there's something mentally ill with you. If there's something that has to say, hey, a this is disrespectful. B it's illegal. <laughs> Like why? Why are you doing this? Pause. I love how I said prefrontal cortex. Like I'm just a doctor. Like yeah. I just know that. Oh yeah, oh, so yes, I'm a neurosurgeon. Pre- yes. prefrontal cortex. Mm, yes, I work in a hospital. That qualifies me <laughs> to know what the parts of the brain are. I haven't worked um, at a hospital since I worked at a place that was focusing mostly on Alzheimer's patients. So I don't think I should really qualify my brain knowledge based on that alone. Right? They don't. They don't have anything going on. <laughs> Serving um, ancient fuckers brunch that can't remember their own name. I don't think that qualifies. I didn't order this. Doctor. You don't know what you ordered, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Susan. <laughs> Eat your grapefruit. I'm allergic to grapefruit. Yeah, no, you're not. Yesterday you're you were fine. allergic to cockroaches, right. and I gave you caterpillars. So fuck off. You're fine. You're fine. Jesus. God damn. Question, that's fucked sir. Up. What's up? Did you come up with a ginseng for this week? I did. 
I thought you might have. I did. You took the time to research it. I I I tried to I tried to come up with a couple better ones. I honestly didn't get that much time to research because, like I said, work was all fuckery. Not, not even <laughs> worth getting into. Not that you expect work to be the time to be doing research for podcasts anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't true. get any podcast research done at work today. <laughs> I what quit. The fuck? I quit. I'm out of here. Just give up already. Right. I'll have more time tomorrow to kind of look things up. I still had some time to kind of look things up. Like, um, let's just jump into this. Give it um, to me. Lay it on thick. Civil War trailer. We talked oh, briefly, yeah. briefly yeah. about it. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, um, let's let's first off get I mean, you said, and this is a big topic right now on the, on the interwebs, uh, you know, Spidey's costume, Spidey's Spidey. in. It's a big shock to a lot of people. Like, awesome. This is cool. Um, you said you don't really like the suit. There's parts I like that you it, like. I like it less than I want to like it. Okay. I guess that's a good way to put it. Um, I really like as much as people rag on the story and the way it all plays out. But the Tobey Maguire outfit, I think, was awesome. Like, it was just a very cool, modern spider-man outfit and the only thing i would change or keep i guess from the new one is the fact that the eyes adjust Sta- yeah i really like that the eyes are not like a static wideness they, i really they have like the ability that, to, yeah. to squint and that kind of stuff and raise eyebrow and that sort of situation gives him some emotion definitely which is right. pretty crucial since he's a wise cracking superhero you know right. it'd be very good to be able to give him some sort of emote in his face it's a good mm. call and uh, on first appearance, it looked like just cheap nylon is how I described it. Just it looked like uh, like a green man suit you would buy from the store. And then they just painted spider webs on. Right. It. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it looked to me. Originally, I looked at I looked at it again and you can tell that it's all CGI. Added of course. And all that kind of stuff. And it, it looked a little bit better on second glance. But like it just it didn't have the pop I expected. Did you notice know the it. logo? No, I can't say I did. Um. They changed that a little bit around. It's like a spider and a man instead of just a spider. Spider and spider and a man, you said? Yeah. Okay. Spider and a man? I, I, I was picturing in my head a spider animating into a man when no. you said that. I was like, that's no. a really creative instead way of saying it. Instead of just a classic, Spider you know, and a man? <laughs> instead of just the classic spider logo, I think they altered a little bit to, be like, you know, um, show he's, he's human as well, mm-hmm. you know, a man side to it, which, I mean, I'm not against. No. At all, I can get down with that. I, I, I honestly, I mean, I get it. With I don't the know CGI complaint. I get that. Yeah. Um. Hey, your mojito's here. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow, it's really pretty. Yeah, super legit mojito. And the mojito is too. Ah. Club soda exploded on me. Club soda, Kenny, just all over your desk, all over your thank chest, you, not desk. You secured your pillow from the streets. <laughs> Pillow on the streets. How's that mojito? All right. Very delicious. Right on. Very First delicious. We've done homemade mojitos. So. Oh yeah. Glad I'm that a it's legit. big fan of that. Dude, mojitos are good. Yeah, they are. I've never really had one. So. <sighs> Love them. Every time I get one, I'm happy about it. Girl, right. Girlyish drink, but goddamn it, if Sam Axe can drink it, I can drink it too. Exactly. <laughs> um, my thoughts on the trailer way fucking better than the first one. The uh, first yeah. trailer had me completely turned off. I was not looking forward to this movie. Very ambiguous. I was not looking forward to this shit at all. But then now with the second trailer that's come out and seeing kind of... Explains kinda, a little bit more. Right. They're introducing the the next set of Avengers that Black are going to be Panther, moving in. Right. And looks like to a move total bad... Dude. You're just going to straight up chase Bucky down on a goddamn motorcycle and dog him like that, Dude. homie? 
That was sick as fuck. Fuck yeah. I think that, that blank pa- blank that Black Panther movie when it comes out, I think it's going to be really cool. I also The booze that, is getting to me, I can right. tell based on how much I'm fucking <laughs> up on my words. Um also, I mean, there are people, you know, talking about the Black Panther costume. Is it cool? Is it awesome? Is it not? Is I it and honestly, weirdly like that woman. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a huge follower on the Black Panther, so I don't really I honestly don't ever think I've seen him in a comic book. Right. Uh, like I love comics. I'm not a huge comic book nerd. I just can't. I can't justify shoving money into that because mm. it it does become an expensive hobby. Um, but I think it looks badass. Will you make me a mojito? Ooh. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you very much. Did you only buy a fifth? Okay. Okay. We gotta get more. We gotta get more. Ooh. Top shelf. That's Top how we shelf. fucking do it. Drinking like the Hiltons. Jeez. Vanderpump rules. That's hot. Oh, God. Fuck that show. So um, anyways. Continue. Black Panther. I Black think, Panther. I think the costume looks awesome. Right. I, I, I'm i a big fan of kind of dark, sleek Who's, who's playing it, though? I don't I don't know if I missed that they showed the face. No, they, had, they did not show the face. All right. And I think that's kind of a Black Panther thing. He doesn't really show his face. Like, really? I mean, he's known. He's the prince of God. I can't. It starts with the W, the the land that he comes from. Walmart. But, <laughs> yes, the land of Walmart. No, it's a pretty secluded place in Africa, um, and he's a prince, from what I know. Okay. I, it's it is a black guy. I I got nothing on this. Right. Um, Doesn't sound like uh, the typical Africa, like Nigeria or anything like that. You know, all, all the ones oh, that I'm pretty sure know it's the fictional. name of. Oh, it's uh, fictional. I'm okay. pretty sure. It gotcha. might be like I, I'm not a geography expert, so <laughs> I didn't really look into it that far. Um, but he looks badass, straight up. Um, the comeback of Bucky. I'm glad that's gonna be a thing. Still, right. like I'm glad that I'm, didn't die. Now you have you? Did you ever see Ant-Man? Winter Soldier? Oh no, I didn't. I I watched it last week with Ellen. I'm gonna say, not great. Eh. The acting is not great. That that was my expectation of the movie. What, There's a reason I haven't from seen Lost? it. Uh, the chick from Lost, the main chick from Lost. I know you okay. watched Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She the had criminal. The, curl, the curly brown hair. Yeah, yeah the criminal. Yeah. Uh, she's like one Kate. of the main chicks. She's yeah. Kate in yeah. the show, if I'm not mistaken. She's one of the main chicks, and she's just awful. Is she? Awful in it. As as far as acting, like she's just awful. I still think Paul Rudd was a weird choice. I liked Paul Rudd. I think he did a good job, like, as far as who Ant-Man is supposed to be. Like, yeah. I, I, liked, I liked that role. And maybe that's part of it, too, is and, I know nothing about the Ant-Man lore. Right, and... um. I like having those witty kind of sharp comebacks. Uh, That's why Deadpool works so well. Exactly. Like, have you seen that yet? I did. Thank you, Jesus. And we'll get into that after oh. this. Um, but I, I did like Paul Rudd. I liked most of the other actors. I liked um, fucking Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. Okay. Yeah. Um, or not actually, to like Michael Douglas in most things, but yeah, fair uh, enough. In the very beginning of the movie, it's like 1980 or something. They did a really good job at making him look young because he's not a young guy. He when is. You, when you got he's Marvel still money, still a sex symbol, but <laughs> when you got Marvel money, true, you can do that. I mean, I know, look at the original Captain really America, how they job. managed to make Chris, uh, whatever his name is, look small, and look so, like yeah. a small shrimpy dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you could tell it was, it was in that uncanny valley area where you're like something's not quite right, right or real here but i'm not but it was convincing enough that you're right. like that looks like it was a real shrimpy dude and then he right. bulked up all of a sudden and became you know the captain america we know so yeah it's they can do a lot but 
Right. That's still I fucking still, phenomenal. I still love the idea of Ant-Man, though, being able to shrink down. Possibly in this movie, he might be able to do giant mode, which Ooh. would be cool as fuck. Just stomping on motherfuckers. Um, I, I saw in the trailer, you know how he, the Hawkeye shoots an arrow, it splits into like five, and he sh- like turns, shrinks down and runs on an arrow and comes by and punches him in the fucking face. You know, like things like that. And that's why I love Ant-Man. It's just the, the camera tricks they can play and make how cool Thank they you, can sweetheart. make it look is really cool. You know, um, I like that. Like in the Ant-Man movie, one of my favorite parts is when he runs up the fucking gun. It's just awesome. I would have loved to see that in IMAX. I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. We're going to pause for just a second. And we're back. All right, I had to take a Mojito selfie real quick. That should be posted with the show. Don't worry about that. That scares me. I'm going to put this over here because we just got some new equipment, folks. We did. We got some new and, equipment. Uh, we I'm upgraded gonna, a little gonna bit. I'm going to move my glass because I'm too scared. I'm going to fuck it up. Got a new microphone, another cable, a new recording device. Right. Fuck yeah. But um, anyway. Back to Civil War. Uh, so... I'm really excited about this movie now. Um, I am too. I think it's going to be <laughs> really fucking. And there's epic. still some. I mean, there's still some uh, gray area there. They could introduce even more characters than were in that second trailer. Well, like um, I hear rumors, Hulk. Let's look at the fact that uh, at the very end of Age of Ultron, even the post-credit scene had whom? I don't remember. Honestly, oh, uh, what's his face? Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Oh, God damn it. He's omnipotent. Yeah, the, he He's has the Infinity Gauntlet. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Fuck. You're doing good. Oh, You're getting close. He's blue. You're getting close. I know who he is. I just can't come up with the name. It's, is it start with an M. Or, no. C? I'm not going to come up with it. He's badass, though. Uh, God, I, I know can't. the second I give up on you, you're going to be like, oh, I got it. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I gave up. No, oh, well, I don't have I it either. It. I was just hoping you'd come up shit. with it. <laughs> I thought you did. God damn it. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, I can't remember his name all of a sudden either. I'm totally spaced. I know, I know it's not Galactus, but... No, it's not Galactus. It's, uh... God damn it, I can't fucking remember it. Apocalypse. No, it's right? not Apocalypse. That's X-Men, like... Oh, right, that's yeah. X-Men. Duh. Um, which, I mean, it would fit, but, like, not... Kronos? Kronos? Uh, God, I can't remember his fucking name. I am so embarrassed right God now. God damn it. We might have to take another pause. It's going to bother the shit out of me. Fucking A. Uh, God damn it. All right. All right. You look it up. You look I'm, it up. In the yeah. meantime, start telling me about your experience with Deadpool. Okay. Um. Real quick. Let's let's finish on Civil War real quick. Oh, fair enough. Because, I mean, we got, we got you know, your Iron Man team versus your, your Cap team, you know? Yes. And... And, like, I was reading up on this, like, it's hard to actually find, like, who's on what side? Like, what are the full team lists? And they're not really putting that out there because um, they can, um, they might take this movie a different right Because in the original comic, spoiler alert, Cap dies. Cap gets taken out. Um, and, and from what I've understood, the plan is after this movie to kind of change. I mean, there's going to be more Avengers-style shit. There's going to be, be the Avengers cap. that we know. It's going to be new Avengers. Right. Um, and the the man who takes him out, Crossbones, uh, he's a badass guy. I read a little bit into him. I don't know too much about him. but So, I mean, there's there's a few characters that might might be in it, but based off what we know off that trailer, just that, 
Who are you siding with? Like, who do you want? Who do you think's gonna win? It's really. I'll give you a rundown of the team if, if you need. Please. A full, okay. Um, and this is just what I found. Um, like I said, there may be more characters on either side. Right, right. So uh, we got Team Iron Man. Obviously, Iron Man, War Machine. We saw him kind of, spoiler alert, go down. So who knows? He may be dead. He may just be unconscious. We don't know. Right. He might just trailer his people. ass kicked in that part of the scene. Right. Uh, we got uh, so Iron Man, War Machine, Black Widow on his side, Black Panther on his side, The Vision, who's pretty much all powerful. He's a badass. And then we got Spidey at the very end there, taking a uh, Cap's shield, tying his hands up, saying, what's up? I'm here. Uh, so you got that for the team, as okay. far as I know. Yeah. Cap's side. Theoretically, so this is team good guy now. Yes, team, we're dangerous. We need to do something to uh, monitor ourselves. Right. We got to get this shit under control. Because, I mean, you look at fucking New York City, like what right. we did to the that The New York incident, shit. as they refer the to New it. New York, even in Russia, what happened, uh, like, we, we're everywhere we go. We're self-destructive. We're like fucking everything. We can't up. help it. We're trying to save, but we, got we power can't. puff girl syndrome. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Destroy half the city trying to save it. On Cap's side, we got Captain America. Obviously, we got Hawkeye. Um, Sharon Carter. Do you, do you remember who she is? No, not at all. Now, uh, you saw us, uh, Winter Soldier. Mm, yeah. I uh, remember that chick that it's was one that like, I definitely need to watch again. I, was in and out sleepy. I really when I was liked watching it. it. I really liked it. Everybody that I talked to uh, says it's one of the best of all the Marvel movies that right. they've ever made. It's really so good. Far. Um, Sharon Carter was the his like neighbor or whatever when he when he was in the apartment and she was kind of contracted to keep watch out for him. Okay, kind of be his kind of bodyguard without him knowing. So Bucky's you're saying? Uh, no, uh, Caps? Steve Rogers. Yeah. Gotcha. So she's just kind of like a human. She's a shield agent. Mm -hmm. That's what she is. Uh, we got Falcon. Daughter or sister to Agent Carter? Maybe. I, I didn't really read it too far into it. Fair enough. Uh, so then we got Falcon. We got uh, Bucky, mm -hmm. Ant-Man, and Scarlet Witch. On the good side. Uh, on, the, on the cap Keep side. Keep us in check side. Saying, or, uh, no, that's the side saying, hey, cap we have to check our powers. Yeah, well, uh, the cap's like, we need civil liberty. Iron Man's like, no, we need to shut down. Like, we need to... Come up with mo like we need to monitor ourselves. Come up with some sort of way to even like maybe we register ourselves as superheroes. Kind of that deal. Like bring ourselves out. Okay. Um, where caps like civil liberty, no new world order type deal. You know. Hmm. That's to decide who. My expectation is there'll be more of a stalemate and a, a sort of convergence of ideas. Right. I'm thinking a villain will come in and yeah, they'll all fight them together. It'll, it makes exactly. Sense. It'll, yeah, it'll reunite them with a, with a common sense of purpose and kind of give them a did new... Did you find the name? I did Thanos. Thanos! God Thanos, damn it. It's yes. a badass like, sound of name, too. I know, right? Giant purple motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. It Crazy just, cool. It, it, Crazy cool. I do. see it going that way. Um, but if I had to pick a side that was going to persevere, I'd have to go with Tony Stark. I think this is a being at this point of the Marvel Universe... Um, I think things have to start going a little dark for a while before, so they have place to get better. You know what I mean? Right. Um, everything has this. I feel like this is going to be the rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Everything's progressively gotten worse for the superheroes in these movies. In my right, they're winning, opinion. but they're taking. But they're losses. barely doing it. Right. They're taking big losses. And there's been some serious damage. And now, like I said, now there's people splitting off. Like Thor's doing his own fucking thing. Right. Hulk's doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. 
so I feel like this is gonna be where everything hits. If it doesn't Shit end up being a, a teaming up situation, or maybe including that, the shit's gonna hit the fan. They're gonna hit Somebody rock fucking bottom. Right. Somebody exactly. Someone's got to die. Theoretically, it's gonna be cap based on you know how, how you read what happens based in the comics. The co- um, and this is technically the third Captain America movie, and they're only slotted for trilogies anyway. So really, yeah. it would make sense for them to be killing him off in this movie. I think it's going to be rock bottom and Tony Stark's going to win it. Um, but the death yeah. of Cap, theoretically, is going to reunite everybody all at the same time. True. Um, if I had to pick a side, if I had to just... The, the whole we're not invincible thing is right. going to hit all of them like a fucking brick to the head. Right. And, God, I've been thinking about this, man. Uh, if I had to pick who would beat who... You know, I, I feel Iron Man has a huge advantage... I mean, the best person Captain America has on his team is Scarlet Witch. I feel like he's got good dynamices. True. Uh, the team has a lot of dynamic areas they can work in. But, I mean, if you look at Hawkeye, he's pretty much human. He's just a great archer. Right. He doesn't have too much going for him. Right. He takes one punch from the vision. He's going to be sent flying. Right. Um, Sharon Carter, shield agent. You're a Again, human. Again, just a human. I mean, yeah. you can basically take the her. The Cap, and- really, he's just a human. Exactly. Built. To the optimum. He's a superhuman, though. Yeah. He's human built to the maximum of human capability. I mean, honestly, if you wanted to like go line by line, I mean, uh, Black Widow and Sharon Carter, honestly, in my opinion, they cancel each other out. They're two agents. Right. Every really. time the Hulk plays in, that's where things start getting squirrely, in right. my opinion. He's like, if he comes into this scene at all, fucking, yeah. fuck. Um, that's I mean, another... Falcon, he's human with wings. Right. I, I mean, that's that's all he is. He's right. got He's got cool Uzis. Uh, Bucky, he's cybernetic. He's kind of like a droid. He's got a little bit more power to him, um. So he's gonna be a little bit tougher to stop. Mm-hmm. Ant Man, I think, is gonna the X factor on that team. On that team for sure. Because I mean, you don't. And honestly, I mean, I think that's one of the most dynamic. Iron Man on and that War team. Machine are the only people who are, and maybe Spidey because he's got the Spidey sense. But he's those got, are the only yeah, two Spidey's people got that legitimate are, superpowers. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only two people that uh, three people that would be able to track him or see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Ant Man, he actually runs into or Ant Man the movie. Spoiler: alert, He does have to go into an Avengers facility to steal something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he runs into Hawkeye. Okay, or no, not Hawkeye, but uh, Falcon, and just fucks his shit up. Is Falcon the young black gentleman? Yeah, okay. with the wings, right. the wingsuit. So yeah, he he kind of gets pwned by Ant Man, um, because he glitches out his tracking system and then he can't find him um scarlet witch is the powerhouse she's got you know mad fucking uh telekinesis powers and in the trailer we see the vision who's like a godlike i mean he he's a godlike character and yeah. he's being subdued by scarlet witch you see him on his knees lighting up like i'm not sure what's going on in that scene yeah, right. but Scarlet Witch has got some mad power. That's what we know. For sure. Um, some that rival some of the fucking best. Some of the biggest there. and strongest, like for Jean sure. Like Gene even. Like, she's not up that up to that level, but she's right under there. Mm-hmm. Magneto's daughter um, in the in the comics. I, I, I have to agree. I think Iron Man, though, still has an advantage. He's got Spider-Man... Superpowers, the I, vision, godlike powers. I'm really powers. excited to see the Spider-Man. Like, I am see too. Him at, in I'm happy. Action. I'm yeah, right. 
I'm happy that like they got him, got Sony to work with him on it. On both the X-Men and the Spider-Man account, I think that's fucking huge. That makes this universe that much better to me because the X-Men is by far one of my longtime favorite of the superhero genre in general. Right. They just got the coolest shit. Like, and it's got the most variety. Let's start there. Like, Mac, like, <laughs> I, I believe I could, if I banged enough, <laughs> make a super mutant race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I think it's going to be good. Who knows where it'll go, but it's, it's going to be cool. On, uh, on an aside, um, I'm getting more and more excited about Batman v Superman. Me too. I mean, I'm still kind of like, ah, I hate the whole premise of it. I think it's going to be one of those. I want to see it in a $3 theater. Right. See it in the cheap seats. And then, yeah. you know, make my determination because it's with all these superhero movies. One big thing is the experience. You know, you want to see this on a big screen. Right. Action movies. Loud as fuck. Effects, comfy yeah. seats. Giant screen. Like you want that experience with these movies. Right. So it's worth it as far as like a three dollar theater goes in that scenario. And But I just don't think I could justify spending fourteen dollars on seeing it versus spending three dollars on seeing it. And then, but then you like you got to kind of skip the spoilers if you really care, you know. Yeah, that's true. If you really um, want to, you, know you got to be careful be a ton and, out there. Oh yeah, it's always gonna, are. It's gonna be a while to hit the three dollar theater if it ever does. Right, podcasts are a problem. I listen right. to a lot of podcasts. I mean, oh, you're yeah. gonna go and through at least yeah. two, three weeks of podcasts before that shit hits a cheap theater, a second run theater. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get <laughs> spoiled. Um, so yeah, I'm, That's I'm still going to see that. I'm, I'll still see it, but hopefully I really don't like theater. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I really don't. <sighs> Lex Luthor is a big man. I don't know what to think about that. I mean... I feel like they could have done better. I feel like any negativity I like I have Jesse Eisenberg him as an actor. Is, I love him. I see, He's for great. me, it's a, it's a bias against Jesse Eisenberg. It, to me, that's not the character I'm used to seeing him as mm-hmm. or what I expect of him. And so I'm like, I don't know if he can pull this off. I mean, the one line he has in the trailers is a good line. Yeah. Like, I like that line a lot. Uh-huh. It's, what is it? Psychotic is a word for brains too small to comprehend big thought or something yeah. like that. Like, Looks that's a cool line. Yeah, he's smart. That's a cool he's fucking a smart line. smart guy. But, A, I've always known him to be bald. Right. So, that's kind of odd. I can't picture Jesse Eisenberg, A, as being bald or B, as being imposing at all. Right. To me, he's a wiry Joker type character. He's like a full foot shorter than both of them. It feels like. It's like, why are you? I mean, you know, I could see him being a a bad guy and and, and a crazy person and all that. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if he's a good Lex Luthor. That's for fucking. They bottom line, they could have done better. Concur. Bottom line, yeah. Concur. Now it's time for uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. I want to hear this shit. I have been waiting a month for this fantastic so start to finish good i mean they had me like Holy shit. almost in tears by the cr- opening credits i know right like, i saw the movie like starring everybody this lovable douchebag or whatever they right oh, God. some of the a hot one chick the, yeah one of the disses he, <laughs> one of the disses he throws out near the end of the movie um fucking anti like he says muppet farts or something like <laughs> there's a big there's it's way better than that <laughs> but he ends it with Muppet farts. I'm like, God, that's just so good. Dude, the jokes are prime. They really are. They I, did I think that movie I said right. It when I first mentioned this a uh, couple of weeks back when I wanted to talk about it, is this movie made me laugh more than most comedies I've ever seen in my life, much mm-hmm. less action flicks, you know? Right. Uh, it, it was so well done. I mean, and 
We talk about superheroes and comic book movies and all that shit all the time, but none of us are comic book readers. So, like, for us, it's entirely the comic book uh, movie-verse that we are into. So, we can't really compare, but everything that I expected of Deadpool and what I've heard of as what he is as the comic Vulgar, book character, raunchy. they crushed that character in right. every possible way they could to perfection. They had little to no, like, pullbacks they no, really no, let it I go i didn't see one bad thing right nothing in that movie was like that was a detractor that kind of took me out of the moment you know nothing did that for me right it was so fucking good god when he uh one of the funniest fucking parts is when he's hitting up on colossus and just breaking his shit left and right snaps his leg breaks his both shit. his arms or oh, hands god. or whatever <laughs> yeah dude um that one bitch though the little girl that's with colossus no, well, not no little girl, but. the the one that was on the opposite side the super strong oh okay yeah giant hits oh <laughs> the ones rocking the huge bullets on her chest Nice fucking missiles. Big fan. I loved how Colossus. You know, even covered that up. Oh, your uh, whole. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your titties hanging out, out in the middle of a battle. He's like, oh, no proper. Oh, Cover you're, yourself you're, up. Uh, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're such. And then she beats the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. then she punches him right was, in the fucking dick. That was a good dick. comedian moment. Or good right. comedic moment, rather. Comedian moment. Uh but yeah, I, I the, the women the in that were phenomenal. Like, There's. You see just as much cock as tit, in my opinion. So that's cool. Like, see, I barely even saw the cock. You barely really? saw it. Yeah, they they dangle it in front of you for a good. I mean, definitely. Okay, it was it unfair was of me to compare it to the amount of tits in the movie, but compared to most movies, they dangled a lot more dick in your face. I I, than any I other literally movie. saw just a glimpse. You get a solid when he's in that burning I fucking feel like building. That's it. Fifteen to twenty seconds. Oh Jesus! Look at the creep. I feel like you get a good fifteen to twenty-five seconds of solid man piece time. And I movie. don't think so. I would have. There's what, way I don't know, less man. than that. You get that. Nah, because he's like bent down for a while, and you got like the the silhouette where it's kind of dangling between his legs when he's down on like one knee. But it's not like then he slowly stands. They pan right over it. It's just this. But it's not like, <sighs> hey, here's my cock. He's always kind of moving. I mean, yeah, oh, definitely. And then there's and then there's the fighting right. where you see it like you know fast Flopping glimpses around. and he, yeah right. yeah you get quick glimpses and shit of it. But uh, I don't know, man. To me, that's that's a big thing because they don't do that in movies. No, they don't. Much less to Tits do it fine. in a Marvel film is very, very unusual. Right. Put it up there again. No, Measuring man, our good. cock, people. That's good. I'll mount that bitch. Actually, <laughs> no, no, no. Take it down a little bit because as I add mache to it, it's going to get bigger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take that down just a tad more. I'll do it in a little bit. No rush. We're just talking about cocks over here. Just talking about giant dicks. No big deal. Speaking of timeouts. Speaking of giant dicks, she says. Speaking of giant dicks, I ran into the snake lady at Walmart. And Speaking of giant dicks, she ran into the snake lady. Well, no, I ran into she have a giant lady. dick? No, I, ran into her at Walmart. I think you meant the snake tranny. No, the snake lady. I ran into her at Walmart, and, well, she saw me. She recognized me from the back of my head. So she said my name and I turned around and we talked for a while. But she asked what I was doing covered in green shit. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sculpting a penis. We can't be doing this. Sculpting a penis. Yeah. Too often do these conversations happen. 
<laughs> I always try to record. She comes in, talks, no microphone. She made us mojitos. It's one thing. I love it. If you guys can hear it, but then there's a weird silence. Nah. Nah, there is. A little bit. There is. I've listened back. There's a weird silence. She's making her cock for us. I love it. She's helping with the dick, making us drinks. Yeah, I love it. Um, Deal with it, fuckers. So yeah, Deadpool, 10 out of 10. Glad they're making a second one. For sure. It, it was it was top notch. Without getting too deep into it to spoil it for everybody else, just see it. Just see it. It's and then worth it. probably see it again. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to hate yourself. Right. It, it's a must-see on at least two occasions. Right. Let's be real. You're going to get what you expected and more. For sure. It exceeded my expectations. I think that's the biggest feat of this movie is that everybody that was excited for this movie went into it with big expectations. Like we were all like knocked it out of the They keep talking big about this. The fucking campaigning has been amazing. This better be one of the best goddamn movies of all fucking time. Like that's how everybody felt going into this. It better be fucking amazing as much as they're pumping this. And you went in and it was more than fucking amazing. It was magnificent. It was mind blowing. It was next fucking level explosive awesome cocks and tits and awesome action. It was just perfect in every fucking way see it yeah it's i can't it. pump it anymore yeah swedish dick pump or not there's no more pump to be given pump or nickel pump or nickel hmm. uh tire pump mm, penis pump pump one off bike pump mm. uh, that, this is tire pump i, I lost i lost enough. i'm just gonna throw myself fair, out of the fucking enough. race i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it um so now that we've succeed, uh, successfully gotten through that, do you have a Gen Zink ready? <laughs> you know, um, what are we at? Minute 12? A minute 12? More like an hour 12. Hour 12, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had a recent cool experience that I'd like to go into before my Gen Zink. Lay it on me, fatty. <laughs> so, Thursday, uh, Ellen's... I take that back. Cause you know what? The only person I know in my life that I've met that goes by the name Fatty's a real piece of shit. You don't deserve that. I don't. Fatty Spencer, Brittany whatever's baby daddy. Never even met him, but sounds he, like a piece of he's shit. He's a real piece of garbage. Yeah. I worked with him at B-dubs, and he, like, literally in the middle of a shift. Okay, the way our kitchen was set up is very linear. Yeah. Uh, one end was washing, prep, Southwest Station, fryers, shake station. Streamlined. Fucking freezers, right. back door, like all in a fucking line. Streamline. And uh, I got to watch the security video of the night, and like the dude literally stopped in the middle of a rush by the back. Like he had just come out of the freezer, dropped a bag. Like he looked back at everybody that was working. No one was really paying attention to him. He just dropped whatever he had, walked out the back door, and we never saw him again. Jesus Christ. I mean, what a piece of shit. God damn. Who does that in the middle of a shift? Not even saying like, like he was he was even just disappeared. He was in the middle of doing something even. Walked out the back door, none of us saw him again. Like what a piece of shit. So sorry, that, that all ran through my head really quickly after re- referring to you as fatty, and I was like, no, you don't deserve that. That was no. that dude's a piece of shit. Try to lose weight, man. No, um so that Thursday wasn't, night. That wasn't the implication, you I piece know. of shit. Thursday night, uh my fiance's parents Decided to, you know, celebrate our engagement. Um, kind of an odd time to do it. What, well, six months later? Well, um, so, as you know, Ellen, my fiancé, is a theater major. In-law? 
Her favorite movie, Disney movie, is Beauty and the Beast. My least favorite is Beauty and the Beast. So we've Aww. always kind of had a little quarrel about that. And we saw a Beauty and the Beast play at MSU, mm-hmm. but they took us to Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Oh, cool beans. So that's it's actually that's, a pretty cool experience. It is. Have you been to a dinner theater? Excuse me. We didn't do the dinner theater experience. Uh, we I have been to Chanhassen, but it was for a school trip. Okay. We, we saw a play there, but we didn't do the dinner portion of it. Right. Um. God, it was amazing. It really was. I I don't like Beauty and the Beast as I as I said before. Um, it's just it's the least funny Disney movie of all of them. I don't know. I would <laughs> probably put too much of a romance. Right. I would probably put Aristocats, Aristocats. under like as my probably least least favorite because really? I really hated that movie. You don't like I, the Aristocats? I didn't think it was. And uh, fuck that movie. God. I mean, it's not a masterpiece, but it is one of the few Disney flicks I can kind of get into. Ah, nah, not even close. It's got. I like the the groovier sort of tunes that it has. Like yeah. that's my biggest beef with Disney movies in general is I don't like musicals, and they all feature. Well, at least the classics do. They all feature too many songs. Right. They're all technically cartoon musicals. True. And I'm not a fan of that. I just I don't, you don't like, like it. the songs, right? I'm, no, that's that's it. Because like, there's always a weird love song, and I don't like that part of it. I can show you the world. The style of singing is usually not up my alley. Right. I mean, Al- Aladdin was one that I could get along with. Just oh, Aladdin's fine, my favorite. That one was like top pretty, notch. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite one. Right, exactly. And, and it, it, it sure it's, still had some singing a, and shit in it. It's but a story. Like it's a story I can get behind. You know, some fucking exactly. street thief. Exactly. You know, lucking up on a guy. A let's, cool let's genie, be real. Robin Williams. R- yeah, let's be real. Genie's one of the best goddamn Disney characters of all fucking time. Azazu? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Who Gilbert, like Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey. You have Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> fucking Robin Williams. And Jasmine's hottest. I'm, Word. That's my biggest thing with Aladdin. They Definitely ma- one of the Foxy's princesses. Call me racist, but they made a Middle Eastern chick look hot. I don't know, man. If she's uh like Persian or anything like that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because Persian Kim ladies... K. Come on. Kim K, as much as I hate her. I think she's Armenian, she's isn't she? Not Persian? Oh, she is Armenian, I believe. But even still, Same I've area, seen a lot right? of Armenian girls, and they are gorgeous. True. The men are fuzzy little bears, but God damn it, the women are gorgeous. They are. Um, but So, yeah, we go to this dinner theater. Food, amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, God, it was really good. It's a really cool experience. I got. I had a. Talked to. Had a lasagna bolognese. I don't know what that means. It's just uh, it's lasagna. Oh, the lasagna. Yeah. What does the bolognese mean? Uh, it's it's kind of like a meat pasta. Soldine bol. Yeah. It's <laughs> spelled bolognese, like yeah. bologna, yeah. but bolognese yeah. is how it's pronounced. Bolognese. So it just had like Italian sausage, some peppers, cheese, mm. ricotta cheese. You Sounds know? like some legit lasagna. It was really fucking Fuck good. Fuck yeah. I wish I would have got the the uh, Chanhassen chicken, though. That was uh, like wild rice stuffed chicken with some hollandaise sauce over it with some green beans. I don't think oh. I've ever tried hollandaise sauce. Oh, it's great. Holy shit. Fresh boozy raspberry tastes so good. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. So we go up there, get an appetizer. It was like an artichoke heart dip delicious can't get down with that oh you don't like artichoke dip? i said that wrong you can't get mad you, at that yeah can't get mad at that it was amazing i had my bolognese i had some of her chicken it was amazing and that's what she had was the chanhassen chicken yeah w- what is that exactly it's a chicken breast stuffed with wild rice stuffing um hollandaise sauce over that mm. and then fresh steamed green beans describe a hollandaise sauce is it mostly egg yolk it's it's a buttery with a little bit of tang to it what does that mean? Tang? Lemon? It's just got, like, lemon zest? Or? 
not not like a lemon zest, like a but vinegary just, taste, maybe. Yeah, like a little bit of vinegary taste. I think that's actually mostly what it's made up of mm. is butter and vinegar. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I'm just curious. I've never had hollandaise, so just like on I wasn't really ben- sure. like same thing on eggs benny. I'm sure you've never had eggs benny. Then I haven't. I haven't. Um, Greg's Benedict, still one of the Greg's best fucking Benedict. gamer tags I've ever seen. <laughs> I agree. As I digress, but Digress yeah, so indeed. that was great. <laughs> the play was absolutely phenomenal. I'm not a huge theater guy. I I don't like. I don't really. When you like grow up a, on TV, it's tough to be into theater, right? Um, but it was really awesome. It they really did a great job. The Gaston. I, how familiar with you are? I know the movie decently. Right. So it was one of cast it was one of my ex's favorites. So right. uh, she was a big Disney movie fan, but particularly Beauty and the Beast was one of her favorites. So right. So you know who Gaston is? Oh, well, of course. Uh this dude straight up looked like Ryan, Re- Ryan Reynolds. Really? He had a Ryan Reynolds face, had a long uh long hair and a ponytail, but buff. Someone you told know, me I was pompous ex- like Gaston once. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take it as a compliment. All right, all right. Gaston's pretty it. cool. Gaston's but... kind of a badass. But yeah, so like, and the cool thing about it was, there, you know, it's a small stage, really, what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of use the the seating area too. You know, they're running through oh, the okay. aisles, right and that's on. why they warn you, like, hey, you know, keep your feet in, be you know aware right. what's going on around you. And we're we were sitting in a booth. And no shit, like, Gaston was literally, like, up on the booths, you know, singing his heart out. Like, just standing up on the booths, you know, giving play to the crowd. I love it. Letting women touch his biceps, which were massive, by the way. He was a fit dude. Oh, yeah. Um, Everything about it was absolutely, absolutely fantastic. The final formation of, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> In case <laughs> you're seeing right. this live play. <laughs> Beast becoming, uh, you know, back into the prince. They pulled that off really well because, you know, he goes down. He, she, uh, Beast is in Belle's arms, and he still had all the makeup on. And then they they had the little gargoyles who are basically the people who kept on bringing in the set stuff, you know, br- wheeling out the chairs, um, all that stuff. They had them dance around to kind of distract you, and you knew it was happening. But then they just pulled a sheet over him, and he's, like, completely clean. I'm like, that's that was That's an intro- talented. That was a magic. That was some Penn and Teller shit right exactly. there. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, like, you know, they, they did something while they were sitting there. Um, But that was it was done really flawlessly, and I was rather impressed. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it was it was really I'm not good. sure how it got to the this, costumes. But... Uh, I just I just went with it because oh, okay. I was like, I had a cool experience. So uh, <laughs> just trying to think, about how did we get here? <laughs> the costumes were amazing. Actually, like right Cogs worth the clock. He had like a full fucking clock get up on him. Right on. Thing going back and forth at the end there. It was starting to get wore out or something because you could hear it going back and forth <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had the the vanity bitch like in a full vanity. There, there's oh, one got where, yeah. yep, 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 the giant mirror. Yeah, right. uh, they had her open. It was the costumes were top notch in oh, my opinion. Cool beans. Um, I feel like that'd be tough to pull off. 
Beauty and the Beast, the costumes, you have to really work on it, I feel. I mean, you're you're doing a cartoon live action. I mean, right. that immediately and presents you with some up serious as, challenges. Now, now, Lumiere, the candle. Yeah. Um, That's probably one of the easier ones, honestly. Right. And you know those little, Lumiere. Fake, right, you know those little <laughs> fake flame things that just kind of light up mm-hmm. and have that orange hint? Yeah, That's yeah. what it's he just, had. It's just a fan with a light behind it and some right. flickering Exa- fabric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they had. It's nice. It's simple. It works. But... They did it really well again. Like everybody's costume, I wasn't disappointed by one. Ellen was disappointed that they had the wrong color yellow dress for Belle at the end, and they had the wrong color blue dress. It was too mustardy, not enough like a. It was it was more golden than it was yellow. Um, but still, they were great. Every like thing went off without a hitch. Everything was perfect. Um, like I said, I'm not a fan of Beauty and the Beast, but man, that was really awesome. Fuck yeah! And it was you know free for me otherwise i think it's oh yeah i remember you just want to describe your experience before you did the ginseng yes i was trying to come i was like it's still stuck on that that's how we got into this right awesome that's if you fucking ever, cool man if you ever had a chance to go to a dinner theater um do it up do it up as long as there's you know a play that you want to see like they had sister act there i think that's a ago. big part of what it of what comes down to enjoying your or what what it is that comes down to enjoying your experience i think that's the right way to say that right, if you're gonna go see a play that you don't even know or like like Fuck that. Just yeah, it. read the synopsis of what the play right. is going to be. And if it sounds interesting, you'll probably have a decent time. Because right. if you're going to a legitimate dinner theater, there's no way it's going to be some amateur shitty fucking terrible. No, act. they're all part of the. It sounds good. They they all are part of the Actors Guild or Actors Union. Yeah. The they, they're there Screen all the guild. time. Um, yeah, everything was amazing. Uh, I can't I can't say it enough. It was pretty great. Fuck yeah. Um. Ginseng, let's dive Gen- into let's it. Let's dive into this shit. If you had to, if I had to, pick one entertainer and only one, who would you be? Like you had to live their life. If I could live the life of one entertainer, describe enter- dead. Describe entertainer. Could be a pop star. Could be a guitarist. Could be a comedian. Could be. You know, anybody who's in the entertainment business. So a sports athlete, even, an actor. Even somebody uh, behind the scenes, if you wanted to be like a producer. An Olympic like athlete. Yeah. Let's, let's leave sports out of Were it. You? I'm talking like... Well, that's an entertainer to me. I know. You know what I mean? But... Or ta- not exist is for people to watch and enjoy. Right. I'm talking, uh, you know, like... Movie industry, TV industry. Yeah, the actor. film industry, I guess, would be probably Well, actor way. or music. like. Okay. Gotcha. Kind of deal. Well, I imagine you put some thought into this already. A little, really. Not, not uh, honestly much. Guaranteed more than I. Um, Which is why I always, well, obviously, I, I always yeah. try to start by leading off with my opinion just for right. that reason. Um, that way the other people have time to think. And, and, yeah, because I have no idea where to go with that. Right. And the catch with this is you have to live their life. Like, you can't change it. Right, right. You can't change anything. What happened to them life. or, okay. you know. All right, lay um, it on me. Oh, God, man. Damn it. Man, this would this would take to. some serious time to come up with like a final answer. True. Um, I could probably come up with like a a very surface answer, you know, something that I'd be like, that makes a lot of sense. That's something I know I would like, without like, you know, fully examining all of my options and being like, okay, so this out of these five top options are the ones. So, I I don't even know. I have no idea where to even look. Right. Because like, there's a lot of ways you can go with it. Oh, so I, many. I ways. really like this guy. But I mean, this guy—he did it all. This or dude's this guy was really interesting. Right. Or this guy's life crazy. sucked, but he was one of the best ever. I mean, 
there's a lot of ways you can go with it, and I I'll I'll say mine. Um, I don't care how much shit he went through, or you know what he was allegedly accused of doing. Michael Jackson. I'm that sorry. That was one of the first names that hit my brain. The for sure. I mean, I did watch a little bit of a documentary Despite on the him horrific last night. Father he had, so, and the weird yeah. childhood, and he, all that he, shit. He was working in the industry business full time since the eight? age of seven or eight, yeah. and at the age of nine, everybody was like, "Dude, Michael was about his business. He it wasn't fun and games for him. He wanted to always learn more. He wanted to really be something, and he, of course, he did. He really became something." The, Ah, just the multifacetedness that this man had, the dancing, the sit like his first solo album off the wall was transcendent. Honestly. Have you ever listened to that? I know you're not a huge no. Michael Jackson fan. I've only ever heard the popular tracks. So right. Beat it, Billy Jean, right. that kind of shit. A lot of Thriller. things after his first one. Because um Black and one white. thing that I didn't know, uh his first solo album and by this time by his first solo album, he's worldwide no oh, already of international he's been worldwide sure, known yeah. since he was seven eight nine you know the jackson five had them international they had their own cartoon season right you know like right. shit yeah um but even then back in the 70s when he had his first um solo album he was still not really invited to the grammys oh well, he w- i mean think of the time frame he was growing up he was still a black kid right it's you know? in the 70s they, you know, view like they showed his um, Grammy award or whatever. Like, oh, Michael Jackson won best R and B. Before, like, it was kind of like one of the before things. Like, it wasn't even really mentioned. Mm-hmm. Aforementioned. Like, God, fuck that. You know, just you have somebody so that changed the, literally, fucking turned the game on its head. The way he could dance, the way he came up with some of those songs. Like he. Don't stop till you get enough. One of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. He came up with that bass line. He came up with those fucking little ting ting tings in the fucking background. And that bass line is sick. You hear that bass line, you're like, don't, don't, don't. Was it Jesse Jackson? Is that what his dad's name is? Uh, yes. Jesse? Yeah. Sorry. That was fucking around in my brain for a second. That song, uh, fucking. The dude was an innovator. So. In a lot Incredible. of the same ways that Rock Elvis with you? was an innovator, in, in an innovator, right? Like the way he he created and made the moonwalk that pretty much didn't exist. I mean, someone might have done it somewhere right. on accident, not named it before he did it, but like the dude made that dance move what it is, and that is still like I just fuck. I just watched an episode of uh, New Girl recently, and love that show. So good. Like I thought so I would hate it because it is a girly good. show. But at the same time, it's fucking hilarious. So, Cece's getting married, mm. and uh, Nick and Jess are at this awkward point right before they get together, and all that good shit. And Nick keeps moonwalking out of every awkward situation. Yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah. it's it's so much so a pervasive thing it's, that it's made it into a it's a pop culture reference more so than even a dance. Move. It is. If you talk to a lot of Black Americans um, of older age, right around when Michael Jackson did the moonwalk for the first time. It is 
a point in history for it's them. It's iconic. When he did the fucking moonwalk at Apollo, people lost their yeah, goddamn minds. I literally minds. just heard someone describe seeing the very first time he aired the moonwalk live. Just and it sounds insane. just like such an experience. It's magical. Exactly. Now, many people can do it nowadays. Uh-huh. Jake could do it. Our buddy Jake. Dude, Flint Flossie. Flint Flossie, great dancer. He's my favorite that, rapper. That nigga's got a moonwalk, a moonwalk like you've never it's true. seen. It's so fucking high. That's some next he gets level some moonwalk. He's got long strides in his moonwalk. Uh, but, if you've never seen it, look up Flint Flossie by the Turquoise Jeep Crew Dance. It's so good. It is. It'll sound something like this. Did I mention I like to dance? By the way, I like to dance, 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 dance. dance. <laughs> um, See that shit. He probably about uh, two thirds of the way through the through the music video. He does this phenomenal moonwalk, kicking it is up just dust, next level. Yeah, I mean his dancing in general is fucking amazing. But that moonwalk, dude, you right. can't you can't not love that. You want to suck that man's dick for that moonwalk, right? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Michael Jackson, though, like fucking. I mean, he. Enveloped like so many different styles of dance, too. He could tap with some of the best tappers, known as the Nicholas Brothers, step for step. And that wasn't his specialty, that's what they were world renowned for. And he was doing step for step at the age of 17, 19, or something, just fucking going step for step with them, laying that shit down, crushing it. He, He would call into places. Um, that he was helping like record, like, hey, um, over the phone, he'd be like, hey, you're a little sharp on this G note, you know? And like, they're granted, he didn't know a lot of uh, playing instruments because his brothers did all that shit. Yeah. And he would be like, so this is how I want the rhythm to go. And he would sing it to him. He wouldn't say A, you know, no A, no D. You know, he wouldn't do that. He would sing it to him and he would fucking keep singing to him. Exactly. He would be like, I want you to do this. And he, he would do it until they got it just right. Some of the. Ow! Yeah. Some of the fucking drum beats on some of those songs were innovative and still like very hard to do. Um. God, he was just so. The man was next. Now, great. Granted, the Wiz movie that he was. Have you seen the Wiz? Or I haven't heard? seen the Wiz. I know about it, and I'm afraid I won't see it for what it stands for. As probably racist as that is. Oh God, you know who Questlove is, it's right? It's the same reason I won't see the new Ghostbusters because I hate what it stands for. It's the same reason I won't see that movie. I saw the trailer. Of that stop with diversity. Very- that yeah. is not how you do that. You don't do diversity by replacing everybody with one genotype of another or one phenotype, whatever right. it is. Like I'm you can't just accept- replace all men with all thing. women and say, "Oh, this is diverse and it's super." E- uh, there's all sorts of equality here. Look right. at this. It's all women. What is- that doesn't make sense. And that's and that's the thing that really saddened me about that trailer because I like Melissa McCarthy. I love Kristen Stewart or uh, Kristen Wiig. I love those two. I love uh, what's her face, the blonde one. God, I'm not the new. I haven't even new, watched the trailer. One of the newer SNL chicks, just she's knowing blonde, what it's based around. Kate something, Kate McKinnon. Um, she's honestly, as of right now, I know you probably haven't seen a new SNL. I know who for, she is. You yeah, haven't seen a new face. SNL for face. a long time, though. I've seen some of the twenty. I've seen some of the stuff she's been in. That's for she's sure. amazing. She's stuff. probably the best cast member member they have. She's definitely up there with like Monahan. 
He's one of the few good ones. Jay Farrow's really good, in my opinion. It, it, at a There's a very select few, but like... Right. Um, yeah, oh, he's great at black impressions. <laughs> uh, fucking, what's his name? Taron Killam. He's up there. Taron Killam's... He can he, be, he's he can all be right. He's a hit or miss for me. He's, uh... But Kate McKinnon literally makes me yeah, bust out laughing. She is hilarious. I really wish uh, her and uh, Chris Wig would have been in the same era. I thought... I think they would have done some great skits. She together. and Maya Rudolph, though, they had a good a good run. Oh, easily. They had a great run. Cousin Wig is just one of my favorite one SNL all cast. Yeah, she's just so good. Guarantee. I mean, I would put her up there with uh, Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, I almost said Buscemi. Um, Belushi. Belushi. There we go. It's, she's it close. really I just good. Knew it wasn't right. She had a lot of different characters. She could do the Target Girl. Thing. One of the my Target favorites. Target Girl or the the one of my favorites. God, there's so many different uh, I love characters what she, she did, did with, on week, Weekly Update, yeah, with too. Yeah, Armistad, dude, when they were, did like the, the Swedish singing duo or whatever. Oh, oh that, was God, that was one of my favorites. That was one of my cat and whatever it was. Oh, dude. <laughs> Those were some of the... It's so impressive to me how well they would mimic each other live in the moment. And, Only one of them knew what right. was going to be said, and the other one had to mimic it and was that fucking close all the time. Impressive as fuck to me. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean... I haven't watched a lot of the Seth Meyers late show. <laughs> I just remember the one where she's. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we lost him with Bill Hader as the old man when he's bopping on her tits and her vagina with yep. the microphone. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> gonging her vagina with a microphone, and he loses it, and she keeps it. That was the thing. She rarely, <laughs> if ever, broke character. <laughs> She's amazing. And she She's rare- so good. Oh, my gosh. She's she so good. barely ever broke character. Holy shit. Fucking goddamn. She's- she barely cracked a smirk during that scene. And that right. was, that's fucking amazing. And you know that was that improv. Was that was so not planned. Oh, definitely not planned. Not planned. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, this is a woman just taps her tits with the microphone and oh gongs her god. vagina. Oh my that god. It's amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> she's gotta be yeah. Ah, she's one of oh, But sorry, like folks. that said Holy shit. That new Ghostbusters looks like shit. It does. I it, didn't even I'm not smirk. Interested in the least I watched bit. the trailer, didn't even smirk Holy once. Holy shit. Oh, I just lost my shit a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> not sure how I even got to that point anymore. Uh, we were talking about uh, what entertainer. Oh yeah, what entertainer? And then we, right. Yeah. Right. So, if I'm, uh, I mean, s- suddenly uh, stop what we were talking about and move on to the next thing. But, um, yeah. Even all the bad sh- uh, to end mine. Even all the bad shit that he went through with the terrible upbringing, always working. He was working since sure. seven. He's working. It. He worked more than most people do ever in their lives, or will ever in their or lives. Or will. Yeah. Um, the kid shit. Whatever, I can look past that because I I still don't believe it. I don't I don't think he was at. And who lets their kids stay at a stranger's house? I don't care if he's Michael Jackson or not. Right, you're a bad parent. Yeah, sorry. At the end of the day, you're a bad parent. Definitely. Um, but yeah. Um, with the little bit of time that I've had to think about this now, um, which isn't much because I've been so distracted by the SNL cast and and Michael Jackson's awesome life legacy um the first one that really struck me is that w- it would be amazing to live this man's life as anthony bourdain 
I think what that man has done with his life is absolutely awesome. Not only is he um, world-renowned chef, either a three or four-star Michelin-renowned chef, like fucking awesome chef. Sure, he's had his problems with heroin and drugs and whatever, but like he's overcome. I honestly that. don't know much about him, honestly. Uh, well, that is, I didn't as know far that. As, um, as, as far as you said, I didn't know that. In in the professional world of chefery, I guess uh, the, col- the <laughs> culinary arts, when you're that high of a level. Apparently, drugs are a really big part of it Alcohol, because you're working mostly. some crazy hours dealing with 16, some psychotic amounts of hours stress. A day. You got uh, dumb I fucks mean, not doing shit your way because a lot of those people are per, like oh, for type sure. A personalities, very anal. Like, why is that 90 degrees? It's right. supposed to be 45, Julio. What the fuck are you doing? And, and you and I have worked in food and, and different aspects, but nothing like that. There's of debauchery. Course, I mean, even on the There's most basic level, the most ridiculous things happen. In the and kitchen. you know who gets like those bottom feeder jobs? It's shitty people, for sure. Now in a three, four star but Michelin, when you're that you're... level star, you also have or that level star chef. You also have a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Like you're doing some serious. I mean, you're you're cooking two hundred dollar plates, hundred dollar plates. You know, and like that. So the clientele the, you're getting and the alone portion that you're psychotic. getting. The portion, yeah, the portion that they're re- receiving is four to six ounces worth of food, a half to a third of what you would get at your typical Applebee's experience. You but know? yeah, but the flavors in that is so intense that you probably can't even handle anymore. Dude, it's crazy. Oh, <clears throat> um, my a friend of mine, I guess I I would say over at Language Bromance podcast described he he read one of his books, I believe, is what what the story comes from. And um, one thing that he described was how Shit. Nice. he was uh, showing off some stuff for a wedding party that was going to be coming that he was cooking for. And uh, the bride was coming through, looking at some stuff and, and checking out. OK, so this is what we want. This, and, and they were making it and, and seeing what the final product was going to look like, if I remember correctly. And uh, it resulted in Anthony Bourdain fucking the bride to be out behind the restaurant like the night before the wedding. Oh God. Like, sorry, fuck that guy. That's a shitty like, thing to do. No, fuck that bride because that's a shitty thing to do. But he's just a dude getting his dick wet. I don't blame him in that situation. I do. She's about to get married. She is the one who True. is at fault there. Uh, he's just a dude cooking, trying to, he's like, I am outside of this. You are paying me to cook. Still, and that I'm is sorry. It. He's still F. Look, he's not you off know. the hook entirely, but like right. to me, the blame falls on the She's a shitty bride. person, yeah. If he knew, which of course he did because he was cooking for these people, sure, he's a little shitty in that element. But at the end of the day, that comes down to the bride to me. But even even still, like if that's just like a baseline story of the type of life he's lived before he even started doing the no reservations and uh, whatever Traveling else. around the world. Yeah, all the other shit. shows that he's done. Not so much the girl shit. That's more like a, a Zimmern thing. Right. I mean, he has he's, he, he's, he's eating, eating some, some weird shit, shit, but uh, not not as crazy as, as Zimmer. Some, he some he looks for the fucking um, weird shit. But yeah, I mean, between that, the drug problems, which apparently is really common just because of the lifestyle, which he's overcome, which for him was a heroin addiction, if I'm not mistaken, and and now he's moved on to this life working for CNN, parts unknown, doing that show and the no reservations before that. And you know, he's traveling the world getting these crazy. I mean, he's not crazy just experiencing the food. He's experiencing the cultures on a whole life. new level that most people will never even see. I mean, he's experiencing or what it's like to live yeah. there in some small-ish way, whereas most of us would go there and get completely the tourist experience. And 
for us, it's essentially hardly not even American. You know, it, right. it's the American version of living in or of well, being that, in Thailand. That's why they say whatever, if you go to you know? Jamaica, do not wander. Yeah. Don't leave from that resort because yeah. you will go missing. Stay on the strip or whatever, and they will, will not was, find you. It was even the same for me when I went to Cancun. That was the warning. I mean, yeah. I, I think I went there during kind of a bad time or whatever, uh, if I remember correct, 2010. Nine, one or the other. Um, <clears throat> they're like, yeah, don't don't bastard. leave the main strip. Yeah, like I don't understand why anybody. It's, would. Honestly, it's pretty cheap overall. Uh, it's Mexico's I, pretty cheap. Let me let me say this. Cancun itself, as far Still, as trips go. Let um, me say this. I, I don't understand how people under like afford spring break. I don't get it. Every year, or even just once. Like I feel like I'd save up for two, three years, and, and finally get to take my my spring break. You know. And that's attack me right now, but I I understand. You know how. And I'm not trying to make this political, but Bernie Sanders, you know, whole free college thing. Mm-hmm. And you got all these, you know, RH people bitching about colleges too pricey. But then you go to fucking spring break every yeah. year. You're bitching that you can't afford college, but you're spending five easily, grand. F- well, f- well, 500 to 1500 on spring break for a fucking week down uh, at fun times. I don't know. Just getting there and then having a hotel room is going to cost what you just said. Right. That's not counting all the but you're bitching and traveling that and you can't fucking make it. And a lot of those kids, I know mommy and daddy for sure. pay for it. Oh yeah. Which is why they're like, I get I'm that on spring break. But guess what? Oh Fuck you. Fuck your spring break. Have mommy and daddy pay for your college. If they can fork over that money. Well, odds are not all of us are that Fucking. Odds are, if their parents are paying for them to go on spring break, they're paying for them also to go to college. Right. So why are you fucking bitching for free college? What's the point? Yeah. I mean, I see your point, but for a lot of other people. Yeah, like like me. If I, yeah, give me free college. I won't abuse it. Like, I would love to get a job. That's an interesting thing, too. I mean, not to I don't, get too I don't far think away we, from yeah. this. It's just I don't like think the I'll, whole election has it, been crazy. That's a whole nother hour. That that is. We we're looking at three hours if we get we, into that. We are literally looking at the possible destruction of the Republican Party, which will make it a one party system, which is not good. As much as I want to vote Democrat, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican. But if Donald Trump wins, there's a very, very good chance the Republican Party will implode. Leaving They don't want to support Donald. They they do not. There's people in the House and Senate say if he wins the nomination, I will vote Democrat. Which me and my dad talked about this yesterday. He thinks it's wrong. He's like, there's got to be a certain level of loyalty. Uh, I mean, you know, those people voted you into the Senate or Congress or Senate or House of Representatives to vote Republican because they're Republican. And I told him, like, this is where we defer. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Washington, arguably the greatest president of all time, said no parties. That's where you get yourself fucked up because people are voting strictly on oh I'm a Republican I'm a lifetime Republican doesn't matter if that pe- person's a piece of shit you know how that you know when that works out that's how Hitler rises to power loyalty you want to talk about loyalty guess who was very loyal all the fucking Germans as yeah. Hitler rose to power and I, I'm not saying Trump is Hitler because he's not he's not far from it in my opinion but just certainly the, not it either. The insaneness of, oh, I'm a Republican, so I have to revolt Republican. Like, what? Why? Yep. It should never be that. It should be on their... That's why I hate that it's only a two-man race or a two-person yeah. race. It shouldn't be that. This is America. This is not a two-opinion. And the fucking parties are so goddamn similar. Uh, 
let's just the I idea digress. of I digress. I, I it gets me worked up. The as, idea of as much as Joel Olstein. That's how much this gets me worked up. As much as Joel Olstein. Fuck that guy. If I ever saw that guy in the street, I would punch his fucking pearly white teeth out, stomp on his face, and <laughs> fill his fucking cavity of a oh, face Jesus. with my dick and balls. I hate that guy Edges, so much. For sure. Maybe oh, fuck now, that as guy. As far as the idea of loyalty goes when it comes to that, it's like <sighs> you're talking loyalty is more relevant than 350 million people's lives. Like this man's decisions are going to affect 350-ish million people. And that's the thing. And if, that's just here, not counting what he does right. with international relations. And if you vote somebody into the House of Representatives or the Senate and you know they're republican um i'm sorry you don't have to vote republican it should no, be you don't you, you shouldn't be voting for them simply because they're republican you should Definitely be voting not. for them on their character on their views not on simply oh they're a republican and certainly not on their lobbying decisions Exactly. I mean, I guess that's one thing you can give Trump is that he doesn't have to lobby because right. he's got his own finances. Right, and that's no, he's not taking any big money con- contributors. Of course he's not. He can fund it all. The hardest and, thing and about this Trump thing. shit is we can't know until he's there. I, I know, mean, but here's the thing. Is he just going to stop all his businesses? Is he just going to give those all to his son? Right. You're going to tell me he's going to run the country and run his fucking and multi- Trump industries? Yeah. No, you don't have any time for that, son. You are the fucking leader so of the free Trump Jr. fucking is world. Tank your company, like, yeah. I don't think he would trust his son to Fuck just you. run Trump Industries. I'm not sure if that's what it's called, but that's what I'm going with. It, it's it's just so bizarre. It's such a crapshoot. It's such so a crapshoot for bizarre. sure. That aside, being Hitler would be kind of interesting in this uh, Jen Sink you're talking about. To live that life, can you imagine? No, I, I mean, I he's not live an entertainer. But, but to we, live that life would be you know I, I, don't, I don't care how long this goes now I I, yeah, I just I just hit a buzz hours, I, so. I'm starting to hit my buzz off of one drink because I've only had a like a, a maybe Half a drink really maybe a point five maybe like a point three ounce fucking bit of steak today to eat <laughs> all right I don't know why I lost my appetite over the past week but I have um so I'm pretty drunk right now but let's go into a second gen sink okay all right, let's do it I got it actually it up. let's pause and then get into that because I got to pee quick okay. And since we don't have a third person like Norman, we can't necessarily keep going conversation. Hey, guys, I'm going to talk to you. Well, let, me, let me just give you my thoughts on Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Burb. Okay, and we're back with uh, we're the back. next gentleman's inquiry. Now that I've got a fresh liquor beverage. Um, actually, let me, let, me just, let me just summarize I'll my, let you my, just. Whole, my whole political thing. It'll be the last thing, I promise. Lay it on. My whole thing that I've been telling people i don't i don't engage in politics often with other people because it's just a weird subject um but i fucking love it i i do too but at the same time it's like people have different views you're never fucking interchangeable for oh, the most part certainly not but the debate part is fun right i can't do it with my fiance because she just gets mad at me because right. if we don't agree on something she just gets angry because she wants right. her view to be right which is a lot of people i mean it's not just her same here I'm ragging on her right. a lot of people get that way uh-huh. but i like the idea of the debate so that's so one of the, my favorite thing about my getting thing together is, with you is we can debate. In this current um, pre- presidential race, probably the worst but most important of our fucking generation. By a long shot. Um, if you just boil away, and this is what I've been saying, mm-hmm. is my bottom line. If you boil away all of the policies, just fucking just get rid of them. Like, fuck all that. 
and you just look at the character of the people running for president. Okay. My choice, and it's probably no surprise, Bernie Sanders. Without a doubt. Is and and honestly, I'm still not sure on Bernie. Like it could go so well, it could go so wrong. It's really a bet with any of these people. It but definitely is. But you have Donald Trump who's a racist bigot and he's and I was I looked at an Imgur pro post. Um he his Art of a Deal book that he makes such a big deal about takes a lot of principles from Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Mm-hmm. Makes sense based on the title. Yes. Um, and he pointed out some things. He's actually really clever. Like, Donald Trump is running this exactly how he wants to. Look, I've been he's, saying this since the beginning. The man is not stupid. No, he's He is genius. playing this exactly how he wants. Exactly. None of this is by accident. Right. Everything he has done is fully intentional uh-huh. and Pre-planned. Pre, pre, he has, maybe not the words exactly, been, but he, what he wants to. He's get been working words, this campaign for, for thirty sure. years. He's got thirty years jump start on everybody. He's been planning this for a long time, just to where it was so uneven. Everybody's so fed up that he can rise to power easily. For sure, Hitler. Um, but if you just boil all of that away and you just go by the character of people, like if you just want to pick somebody who you would want to or who you think would best represent America's morals, mm-hmm. values. I'm going Bernie Sanders on the Democratic side because you got Hillary, who's a huge liar. Like, she flip-flopped. She'll say anything to fucking get in office, as most politicians will. But she's flip-flopped. She's bad at her job, I'm sorry. She was the Secretary of Defense, and Benghazi happened. I don't care. No. My dad brought up a great point. He's like, yeah, but that wasn't all her fault. But I'm like, excuse me. She was the boss. Now, granted, she probably had some underlings under her that probably, you know, they fucking sucked at their job. But ultimately, you're going down because you're the boss because you had that shitty employee and you didn't have the insight to hire somebody better or to have better intelligence. That's your fault. I'm sorry. You fucked up that. Now, does that throw her out of the race? Like, no, everybody can make a mistake. I'm not saying she's a horrible person for that. But that's some pretty, it shows some pretty poor judgment. Exactly. Exactly. On top of the email scandal. Right. You have Donald Trump, who's just, I mean, I don't even have to, I I honestly don't want to waste my time. He's just inflammatory. Everybody, yeah, he's gotten so much media time. Everybody knows what's up with Donald Trump. Uh, The one thing I hate about him is he doesn't say anything. Every time they ask him a question, he, it's defer- stats. he defers it's, the question. It's exactly. shitty stats. Exactly. Well, the polls say nobody That's, fucking cares. What's your policy? people support him. He's not giving any Give information the entire time he talks. Right. Are the, I mean, the most we've gotten is I've got plans and people have looked at these plans and they say they're great plans. Right. We're going to build the wall. And that's what you get. Exactly. That that's everything you've got. And this Facebook post like pointed that out. He's like, he brought up the wall seven times. He brought up we're gonna take down ISIS. No plan. He said that like ten times, but the fucking crowd goes for it because it's filled with so much goddamn hatred. Mm. And and American patriotism. And honestly, I can't blame it all on Trump. This this country's been going down like America wants somebody they can believe in, and Trump's right, playing and not that a role politician. Perfectly. I get it. I understand. We're He's f- breaking all the rules. We're fed which up. We want. But a lot of people don't understand. It's it's not necessarily the government that is the worst part. It's you know it's partially their fault, but it's the fucking. And I, if you get a chance, rent the Big Short. 
it's an amazing film. I've never even heard of this. Is it? I, I talked about it. On, I assume. No, it's, I talked about it on a previous podcast. Did about the housing market. There's Christian Bale in it. Ryan Gosling. Steve. Oh, okay. Carell. Got you. It's about the 2008 housing right. market. I do crash. remember you. Okay. I remember now you I will accredit that to Bill Clinton. He fucked up. He loosened the handcuffs on Wall Street, and they were able to do a little bit what they wanted, and it bit <laughs> us in the ass. <laughs> but that greed. Excuse me, folks. That greed that just drove the world. He could have crashed the world. He could have been the next Great Depression. And people are like just not seeing that. That the real problem is corruption. It's not that our president doesn't have a backbone. Because I'll say it. Obama doesn't have a fucking backbone. He, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't. Especially in international affairs. But you really want to fucking go toe-to-toe with Putin right now? No. World War Three is on the brink. I'm sorry. It is. It has been for, what, four or five years? Yeah, you have 120 and countries circling around the Middle East. Who to bomb? Syria, Russia's on. It's so convoluted. Oh god, that it's just a shit fucking pile. But if like Iraq I said, Iraq is the next Germany. If you just boil everything down, you like that's the man or woman I want to represent my country because they reflect the morals what this country is supposed to be about, or at least what you think this country should exactly. be exactly. Donald Trump, fuck that guy. You know he's a racist. You know he, he'll say anything to get in the limelight for one more minute. He says nothing, really, with substance. Um, and he's got so much fucking conflicts of interest. Mm. You think if a policy comes up where they're going to tax big corporations more or the other idea is to, not tax, or, um, to tax them more, give more to the people, it's a better idea. He's got his own conflict of interest. You can't right. hire a president in who's a multi-billionaire I mean, who, almost every president is rich. Company. Right. Almost every president that's ever been elected is rich, or they've had connections to the variety. mob. They've had connection to racist, uh, racist. Um, like the guy who fucking designed the Mount Rushmore was a racist, a known racist. I didn't know that. Yeah, like that's part of our history, and it sucks. But do you really want that? Like, no. <laughs> we shouldn't. And As like a I melting said, pot, that I'm, should not be something. I'm not we're going a Democrat. For. I'm not a Republican. I'm not an independent. But if I had to choose in my perfect world who was running against each other, it would be Bernie Sanders versus Marco Rubio. And I like Marco Rubio because, yes, he has a terrible Congress record. He's the one who's voted the least. He's just mm-hmm. not there. Which currently in my job situation, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> It's be there. Be at your fucking job. Do your job. But at the same time, Ted Cruz to me seems like a fucking robot. Useless. Like, yeah. Donald Trump's a racist bigot. This guy actually seems We're all happy that Jeb dropped out. Right. We weren't ready for a third regime. Doctor fucking Doctor Ben Carson just endorsed Donald Trump. I know. Knowing that he's a racist on Friday. God I hate Jesus. You know why? And that's that's the whole problem with the two-party system because they're like, this is the only way the Republicans will win. This is the only way somebody will beat Hillary because they think Bernie can't win. They've already fucking discounted him as a presidential candidate. Can I the, cover some, uh, since they're talking about racism and it was all against the Syrians with Trump, completely an aside to what we're talking about, only related by the Syrians. I was reading an article today about some Syrians that were coming into Canada I just want to lighten just for a lighten second. The mood. Just for a second, since this has gotten rather serious for a Jensink. Um, 
I still got that loaded up. A bunch of series. Oh, I, I meant as an episode of Gentleman's oh, Inquiry. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so a bunch of Syrians, of course, refugees are trying to get out of the fucking Syria, get out of Syria. They're sitting ducks. It sucks. Um, and Canada is one of the places they're going on top of Germany and all the other places. But great. Two great countries that I would move to. Fuck yeah, dude. If I had Germany, the money. Awesome. Been in Canada. Not also saying I'll move away awesome. from America if Trump becomes president. Yeah, because no, me neither. I'm too much of a patriot um, and I don't have enough money. <laughs> right. I don't have enough money. <laughs> uh, but uh, some Syrian refugees were coming to the country, and uh, these particular this particular set was coming into Vancouver, and they were arriving and staying at this same hotel that Vancouver, Koof, Vancouver, okay, furry convention was being held at. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> fucking great! <laughs> yeah. The only thing yeah. is if. <laughs> I hope I really wish there was a furry fucking conference being held up in the like the upper stairs and the bottom floor a brony conference. Oh my god. <laughs> Bronies, fuck you. No man, it, it, it was actually like a pretty uplifting story overall. Like these Syrian refugees all arrive at this van- whatever hotel it was at the Vancouver's were staying at the Vancouver conference was being held in and all these Syrian refugee children were just like <gasps> Look at all these cartoon the characters right. come to life. Like, and there was a bunch of pictures and shit online shit. in the article that I was seeing. It was just like, you don't know. I never thought that the furries would cause real happiness in real people outside of their own community. It's a beautiful thing, though. And but it? sure enough, like these people that had to flee their fucking uh, country, come to this strange place that's, you know, it's kind of like America, but not really. It's still kind of you, French. And, have you, you heard know, of or seen and, these cluster bombs? And they were welcomed, and, and these kids were happy to see these right. furries and had a great time, and these furries were happy to interact, as weird and pedophilic as it may seem. And it, it was, I don't know, it was kind of interesting just hearing all that, but uh, I have no idea what you're talking Cluster bombs, I don't know what you're talking about. So these cluster bombs, I just saw a short thing on Facebook from Vice News. I'm sure you've heard of Vice News. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, they have an HBO special about this. Um, these cluster bombs, illegal, by Geneva Conventions. You know what Geneva is, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the war conventions. Yeah, they have certain things you're not allowed to do in war. Like I read a book called Jarhead. It's also a movie. It's also a movie. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. Atrocious, if you ever have time, read the book. It's fantastic. I, I believe it. I, I, it's one I of think the, the problem with the I don't movie, read many books, but this book was fantastic. I, it I had think me the problem gripped. with the movie is that it was meant to be a book. Yeah. It, it was just too well adapted for just being something you have to read to yeah, appreciate. There's, there's some brutal that shit. It couldn't be adapted. There's to a very film. brutal shit in there. There's movie. nothing brutal in the movie. Yeah. They never even end up showing action. Like yeah. it was just like And granted he's a sniper, a so build up to action and then nothing happens. Right. Granted just, he's a sniper, horrible. so he's long way. Um it wasn't quite American Sniper level horrible, but it was pretty horrible. I didn't see American Sniper. Was it okay? It's enough It's enough to know that you should never see it. Really? Let's leave it at that. Okay. Never uh, watch that movie unless you plan to make fun of it. Okay. Um well, Clint Eastwood directed. Okay, anyways, I digress. Um where was I going with that? Uh f- Okay, so Geneva Conventions. Geneva Conventions. Oh, I read about in Jarhead Plus how it well in Jarhead it was against Geneva Conventions to actually shoot a human being with a it, fifty caliber must, sniper rifle. Yeah, and mustard gas and stuff like that's against right, Geneva exactly. Conventions, right? So you can't C- certain torture the, techniques. It's it's silly because you can't shoot a human being with a fifty caliber sniper rifle, right? What do you mean you can't? 
it's against Geneva Conventions. Okay. I was, I was going to say, you, like, you physically can't? Cause then, mm. that, that no, you can, can fucking yeah. tear a hole gotcha. the size of a fucking volleyball. Oh, also, yeah, so. you essentially can just... But you can shoot a goddamn tank gas tank and blow up the whole fucking tank and have them fucking cook in there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's cool. I get I'm it. Like, that. if it's me against a tank, I'm taking out that tank if I have any possibility. Fuck yeah. I mean, shit, they have a 50 millimeter round coming at me. Um, or more. So... Isaac would know better. Um, so that movie, but there's these uh, cluster bombs. And it's just this, like, fucking, I saw this video of all these little Syrians, and this is the big problem in the Middle East, is we're, we're bombing these people, we're killing these people, we're breeding hate. That's all we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because they grow we're up. We're doing with drone strikes they're, they're fucking, their family's been killed by drone strikes. We're killing you with robots. Right, we're killing you with robots. And that's, we're not even brave enough to and do then, it ourselves And then anymore. we're not physically over there really right now to teach them, like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, you know... ISIS is like, hey, these Creating fuckers. power vacuums left it, and right. Exactly. ISIS is taking up all these little kids. You got seven-year-olds walking around with AKs fully trained. And ready to hate Our the kids man. versus their kids. Our kids would get their asses white. Our kids are focused on Candy Crush. Our kids are focused on Candy Crush and fucking kickball, okay? And Snapchat. Like, I'm not saying we need to militarize our youth, but at the same time, like, we... We are breeding nothing but hate over there. I mean, at least put your kid in Boy Scouts. And we're selling these like, cluster bombs to... So describe a cluster bomb. A cluster bomb, okay. So a cluster bomb is, okay, these kind of, from what I uh, saw, it's like they have this like gear-looking object within this bomb, right? Like a sprocket, you're saying? Kind of. By a gear? Right. Like now what, each... What's right. your chain rides on a bike? Like like almost like a chamber of bombs, right? Okay. And it looks kind of like a gear. Okay. Um. Uh. Think like uh like an A12 drum. I don't know what that is. An A12, like the automatic shotgun. Do 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 do. Yeah. How that has the drum that attaches to it, or yeah, but, to it, a but Tommy it's rigid. Gun. It has a drum. It kind of looks like my fucking table yeah, that rotates. It's got, yeah. The t- it's a cogwheel. Okay. Almost. Um, looks like a cog. So you there have you these cogs. Each one of them holds 120 bombs that are ready to ricochet. Right. They have six. To seven of them per bomb, per like long bomb, because it's like a container of six of these cogwheel type things holding 120 bombs each. So you're roughly at a thousand fucking bombs per one big bomb. These things go off and they create hellfire. They go everywhere. They destroy everything in their sight. I've I've never heard or seen these in action or anything like that. I've never seen it. Like, I saw one drop. Like, they videotaped one getting dropped. Uh, Like a test or something? No, on fucking the Middle East. Actual fucking people up. Yeah. Of course. Way better. Just fucks up a radius. And that's the thing. Like, you can't. You're killing innocent people. You really are. And is that wrong? Of course it is. Of course. Is there a better way to go about it? Probably. Uh, surgical teams right. on the ground. The problem is we're selling them to these fucking people. The cluster bombs? Yeah, we're selling them to Syria. Like $900 million worth. Well, I mean, isn't this how we got into the situation in the first place? Is back during uh, Operation We left all our shit there. We were helping them all out, giving them all this stuff. And we now, left all our shit there. We're like, hey, us. you guys got that. And then ISIS came in and they're like, oh, we don't want to get shot. Take it all. I mean, Al-Qaeda sucks, but uh, we're worse, so we're and just going to take all that stuff. And, I hate to side with Trump on one thing. He's right about that. We just fucking left. Oh, yeah. And the biggest problem with that is the Bushes, because Senior Bush went in there, 
didn't clean up his meth. Meth. Mess. George Bush. Did a little action. Right. Barely. things worse. He was more like, hey, let's get our economy going. Yeah, he didn't make anything worse over there, but he helped us on on state side a little bit. Bush comes in, 9-11 happened. He goes back over there, tries to clean up daddy's mess. Doesn't really clean it up. Leaves a bunch of shit over there. Obama doesn't have a backbone. So I was like, where do you go? Do you go Donald Trump? Because he's going to be ruthless. I don't think so, obviously. But... It's just, it's just such a com- and then you got Russia. There's over 120 countries involved right now over there. Of shit's gonna go down. It's just when is that gonna fucking you know hit? When is that leaf gonna fall and hit the ground? Right. And set it off. When is that straw gonna break the camel's exactly. back? Exactly. I, I don't know why I thought of this, but a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> Right great, in the middle of a bunch right, of depression. Right, right, right. Here you go. A good joke a, for a you, great folks. Dark joke, though. Right. If a leaf. Two hit- niggers walk into a bar. No, no, this is way better. This is way better. And I shouldn't I, laugh at anything that racist, but <laughs> it's funny. And I want to credit I love this to myself. People. I, I, I saw really this do. on Imgur. Um, Just saw Kenton the other day. Not that, that means anything to I any saw of you. him too. I saw him in Target and he's like, oh, you're engaged. He works at a you jewelry should, store in the mall. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you should have bought it from me. I'm like, dude, I didn't know you worked there. But he's a great dad, by the way. Didn't know he was a dad. I didn't um, know, but I didn't know he was a great dad. Yeah, like I saw him in Target. He's like pushing his little girl in the car. And he's like, you know, uh, you guys don't just know. Just This is a, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, a podcast exactly. talk. But um, he's a cool ass nigga. He really is. Oh fuck! I lost it. I lost where I was going with it. Totally. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. That's all right. Didn't mean to to get you fucking lost. I'm way lost now. As part of drinking, I guess. You get deep, the the liquor steals your thoughts. Oh, the joke. Ah, the joke. The joke I read on Imgur. The dark joke. If a leaf and an emo fall from a tree at the same time, which hits the ground first? I mean, I feel like an emo just because it's a joke, but... The leaf. The rope stops the emo. Of course. <laughs> Another great joke that For I don't know reaction, which there is an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the other great joke I read on Imgur from an unknown comedian that I don't know. I'm I'm sure he's semi big somewhere. And Anthony doesn't like wanna be. Right. He's like the greatest greatest thing about being an only child is you don't have to share your toys. The worst part is watching your brother's horrified face as he gets swept away by the ocean. <laughs> Wow, I was really close by saying an Anthony Jeselnik wannabe. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a, I'm that's sorry. That's a very Anthony Jeselnik Like show. I said, I don't know that, that young man's name, but that's hilarious. whoever wrote that joke, kudos. That's, kudos. A, that's an onion joke. That's, a, yeah. that's a layered joke. That's good. I love those. I like that. Top notch. A plus for you. Better Business Bureau, AAA. Fuck yeah. But did you have anything now? I mean... Kind to of, go on the political of. or whatever? I mean, in a, in a way. My, Vent yourself. I was going to say my only beef that I have with with Bernie Sanders, and, and this is largely informed by Joe Rogan, because uh, he honestly he just made a really good point. I mean, we think about something a little bit different than I had ever thought about it. Is one thing that he talks about. I mean, I mean, obviously we've even touched on it a little bit already tonight. Is that he wants to do a a government education program where free education is involved. He wants to improve Obamacare. You know, no matter the, how you slice it, he wants to do radical things. Yeah, the democratic socialism portion of his campaign. And um, he was talking about... On paper, socialism is great. Does it ever work out? Not really. Not really. And that's kind of where this plays in, is that he 
He talks about how he sh- how he wants to raise the tax on all the super super rich because like you I guys are tax making plan. way too much money and and we should take more from you because you're making so much and these guys are making so little they need what they have so you shouldn't be taking so much away from them all, blah 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 blah. Can I can I input a little bit? Yeah, on go that? ahead. Uh, Bernie's tax plan uh, doesn't increase taxes for anybody until they make over five or either two hundred fifty thousand or five hundred five hundred thousand a year, and if you're getting taxed at forty percent. Or fifty percent at five hundred thousand, or even a million dollars, and you can't live off of five hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You're financially fucking up. My my I'm thought sorry. is it is. I get it. Those people who work hard, they kind of deserve that money. They do. Okay. They do. They work hard. A lot of them it's inherited, but at the same time, if you can't live off of two hundred fifty thousand, you're living too lavishly. Before I get into my main point, go ahead. My thought is that's extremely unfair. Yes, they are making way more money and can thusly afford to be taxed extremely. But that doesn't make it fair. I mean, Mm -hmm. whether or not they truly earned it or they got it through Trump-like means where your dad gives you X amount of millions of dollars to start a company and and nobody else really has that opportunity, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean it's fair to be taxed. 50% 50% or more for, for on your overall income for succeeding. Right. right. When, when America's America's supposed to be the about place. Succeeding. Exactly. So I, while I don't necessarily agree with that, it, it, and that kind of plays into my main point. It, it's not wrong. It's such a tough position because it's a very ethical, moral, uh, because dilemma. They can handle it. And if the government needs money, those seem to be the people that we should be getting it from because they can't possibly even spend their money anyway. Um, but that's that's really all I have to say on that. And my main point was is if he's going to be doing this to those people and taking, I mean, if you're taking that amount of money from those people and you're still getting it from the lower class leave. as well, even if it's a smaller amount, that's probably more money that's going to go into the government. I mean, even than it is now. So say it's just just for the sake of easy numbers, let's say they're getting a hundred dollars a year from normal people, just because I'm terrible at math and a hundred dollars is easy for me to deal with. Sounds good. Um, so say they're getting a hundred dollars a year from normal people, and then all of a sudden they've got these other people and they're getting ten thousand dollars a year. Great. You're gonna you're gonna get all this money from these rich people, even though they're one percent. They're still supplying way more money times because more it's a hundred times people. more than the average people. But you're giving more money to people who already can't spend it right anyway. That those taxes go to people who are already spending it wrong. It's going to the government. The government who we already have troubles with how they're spending their fucking money. Right. They keep spending it on things like Halliburton and going to war and caring about how oil's it's a whole when we already have way too, more yeah. oil than we need for the, the next hundred years, you know, all that kind of shit. Call me a conspiracy. So that, that's my main issue is like we're giving more money to the people that already can't handle the money that we give them. Why are we giving them more money? Like I, I understand your point of taxing the rich and they don't need the money and sure we could put it into these these positive areas, but you're not the only one that gets to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's checks and balances, but that doesn't mean that leaves it up to you to make those decisions. That's the point of checks and balances. And that's the thing. Bernie won't get anything done within the first two years if he's ever elected president. And with lobbying and whatnot, House. the congressmen aren't going to want to side with you anyway, Bernie. You know what I mean? Like, so, will get done. so at best, it's going to go into the government, and now they're going to have more money to spend on shit that we, as the, the normal lower, I mean, middle class to, to lower class people... 
don't think they should be spending money on in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what's the point in taxing them like that anyway if it's not going to go to anything that's going to benefit yeah, the us? The government's just going to get more money. Yeah, just then they're just going to have more money to fuck up more. And Well, the thing is that they'll get less rich. They'll raise the prices. God forbid they knock down that so debt that we have. Rich. It'll go towards making more debt because we're, oh, now we have this. So we can we could try to do this and take this loan out. Now we can do this giant thing instead. Right. And now we're this much farther into uh-huh. debt. You know, it's like, What's the point? That that's just how things have traditionally gone. I don't see how it would possibly suddenly change because Bernie Sanders is in there getting right. more money for the government. Right. How is that going to make the government better? He's one man of, the, let's say, two thousand men. He's one out of two thousand trying to make a difference in that situation. True. The two thousand is going to win over the one. Right. So and you're just giving more money to assholes. That, that's that's why I said the biggest issue is the corruption. It is a hundred. It's not even necessarily corruption. It's just we need new people. There should be limits. What? Probably fifty um, percent of like people have been in the, in the an business for twenty old years. Senator who's been there for forty-five plus years is going to change his mind all of a sudden. Another area I agree on with Joe Rogan, all the same. Nobody should be a career politician. The oh. way that we have limits on how long a president can be in office, there should be just the same limits on Bottom every line, single fucking person else that is in any position of power. Because f- your right. ideas are going to get old with time. Bottom line, the fact that senators and state representatives make more than the goddamn president of the, the president United States. $450,000 a year? I think it's four hundred, but 400? it could be four fifty. Movie stars make more than that. Yeah, and, th- and that doesn't bother me. Like, whatever. I mean, not, not even but, including the politicians, movie stars, right. people exactly. who are doing literally nothing and but pretending. I'm, for I'm their, okay for with the president make making that. that amount of money. I I really am. I don't mind. Because mo- at the end of the day, the idea is that money shouldn't be the driving me, th- force behind lot, policy decisions. Because obviously I'm poor. That, that's a lot of money. Fuck yeah. But at the same time. For somebody like me who's making $28,000 a year, that's right. a lot of fucking money. They're making less money than their fucking underlings. And these underlings are making this money and then getting lobbied on top of it. Hey, you want this $2 million? Fuck this uh, environmental policy. That's the biggest thing. Donald Trump wants to get rid of the EPA. Really? Environmental you, Protection Agency? Yeah. How anybody thinks that that's a good idea is fake still. That's a good idea. You may as well just. I get it. Global warming is unstoppable. The people that think that climate change isn't real are also about the same number of people that think Jesus is real. Oh, ton of Bible. Let's let's go ahead and change that. God is real because Jesus, we know, is is not a fictitious person. He was a real person. He's a real person. Let's go ahead and change that to the people that think climate change is fake is the same number of people that think God is real. Right. And granted, there is so, no stopping. I mean, I, global I really don't changes think with the weather. There's, there's no stopping. Yeah, well, no, we can definitely hinder it. We can well, try. But we're also, the reason—well, not the reason, but we're also a big part of the reason why it's happening. Uh, yeah, we're contributing to we're it. We're accelerating I mean, it exponentially. Unquestionably, it's a cycle in which the, the Earth has gone through exactly at least hot, six cold, times. switch magnetic it, poles. It's something hot, we've cold, done. Hot, cold. Or the the Earth, I guess. We is again probably a really disingenuous way of saying it, but. Something the Earth has done time and time again already. Right. So, yes, we're not the reason for it, but certainly we're contributing to it, and we're causing it to happen faster. Yeah, you can't deny that. You cannot. There is scientific fact to prove that you cannot deny that we are contributing of to what is happening right this fucking agree. second. And the one percent bought off. Bought exactly. They have been paid to have the thoughts that they're feeding and, to you. Essentially, and call me a conspiracy theorist, but that's th- the corruption 
to me is bottom line what is wrong with not only this country but this earth and call me a conspiracy theorist for believing in Dr. Stephen Greer. It's not that we If can't... you don't know Dr. Stephen Greer, look him up. There's a whole lot of information. You may call him a kook. You may call him uh, uh, fucking visionary. Guys, I your don't best care. bet, look up Stephen Greer on Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. Because it's going to be your it's best, a great podcast. honest view of what right. Dr. Stephen Greer is. Because it's a, a three-hour interview. There's hundreds of billions. Instead of a ten-minute interview or a three-minute right. interview of a person trying to get their fucking entire life's ideas into three minutes. Good fucking luck. Three hours, now you might have a good idea. So listen to JRE's version of Stephen Greer. He's actually been on twice, if I'm not mistaken. So I, check, I haven't the, seen check out those one. episodes. I can't, I can't wait. Um, to see that, but like he said, there's hundreds of billions of dollars in the military budget, which we spend way too much on. For sure. More than the next 10 nations in line. In, in a way, it stops us from being attacked over and over again. I but, get that. We need to protect. But at the same time, it, it probably, it's, it's excessive. But then again, I want to see somebody real. attack us. Yeah. You really want to attack America, you're not going to win. unless Unless you have a gang of nations behind we you. We may be a pussy nation in some aspects, but think about how many of our people own guns. The last time somebody attacked us, really like a full-fledged attack on our turf, was 1812. And it didn't turn out well for them. Yeah, I guess that's a fair way to say it. Because you count 9-11. Yeah. Like, it was I, I would have gone back to Pearl pilots. Harbor as the next oh, closest. Pa- Pearl Harbor, yeah. I would consider no, the next right. closest big attack on the United States. You're right. And that was... That was stupid, and that was—I mean—that was even pretty. I mean, they attacked and that was Hawaii. due to a boycott. They attacked something that was so far away from it's our fucking base, land. Though. It was a strategic attack, but they chose that one because they weren't going to have to deal with actual forces. Exactly, they chose it because it's so far removed. And nowadays, from everything else you really want to land has. on American soil. You know who's got guns? Everybody in America. Everyone. You want to walk through the streets of New York? With all the gangs that live there, they're not going to let you take their fucking turf. <laughs> as ridiculous me? as the debate against Second Amendment rights usually is, right. at least that proves to everybody else, we're fucking crazy. We want our guns. Don't fuck with us. Step on our soil. See where it gets you. It's see not what happens. Gonna the only way you're ever going to make a successful attack on the U.S. American soil is if you have a gang of powerful nations. The only other nation, and, and not even necessarily in numbers, that I consider extremely formidable is Israel because they require everyone mm-hmm. as soon as you are of age you serve military time if it uh, yeah if i mean that's the only one to me that that stands out as like you're formidable like China we may not me. have they, they are have but they're not because the they, they're of so highly agrarian right i don't know but the amount of people they do have amount of people but they don't all have access to guns and shit like we do here they don't True. have i mean guns is a a shitty thing because it's a really cowardice way of battle, but it's a superior battle form. Right, but because it keeps you at a distance. Their technology us. is on par, if not more. For sure. Well, their people outnumber us. I would say maybe a year or two behind us. That's my right. guess. But they're. I they're, don't know, but that's my guess. Right, their military power, or I'm sorry, their their number of people, obviously outweigh us. But they're now. Are they trained? Probably not. That. But I don't you even do- think that's it. I think when you take that country and assess. How many of them? Their culture, exactly. How many of them are? The Eastern into... culture is a lot more peaceful. This is true. I, I well, that's not even quite what I'm looking for. Is think of how big China is. It's a big country. How much of that is quote unquote civilized? And and that's and that's what? where I was getting to. Ten cities. They had a dictator. So not most... but fifty years ago. 
the agrarians aren't going to want to live alongside what the fucking psychotic dictators are li- or I guess they're not really dictators quite I, but pretty close I'll save this for another I podcast but I've actually done a lot of research on Mao yes I know you have quite the fondness for Mao or not necessarily fondness but appreciation for Mao well like just intrigue yeah of, well, like I said appreciation for what China, that man did these today he's still renowned he was the and culprit he's of killed, Tiananmen, right? He was still around when Tiananmen Square, that whole big thing happened. He's killed 45 to 60 million people. Is that people. a confirmation? Sorry, I was, yes. I was looking for a yes, yes or Tiananmen no. Tiananmen Square, okay. yes. Okay. Uh, in the system of Dao Zong. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's killed 45 to 65, 60 million people, uh, rough estimate, Right. as a dictator. He's still renowned as one of the greatest leaders. If you go there and say, "Hey, Mao's a dick," they're like, "No, he was. He had great ideas." And I have a bunch. I'll bring that another. We'll attack that another yeah, day. Yeah, because we'll have to plan shit that he out. Did. I'll, I'll do got my own research with. and that kind of stuff. Oh man, I'm down with that. I'm oh, down with that. I I have a whole game set up with dictators. It's pretty cool. Um, Interesting. I'm curious to hear more about that after. It's a numbers game. Fun, fun. Um, but question before we get too much farther: Have you asked the second Jensink yet? No, I, I didn't think so. I didn't think so yet. Let's get to that since we're almost two and a half hours in. Holy shit. Time flies. All right. Jen Sink going on dictators and such. Padu. If you had to choose any leader to be at any time of history, who would you, you choose? You already know my answer. I would choose Genghis Khan. God damn. I would choose that in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. You know that. I, I feel like I've talked enough about it. Why? After having lived, or, or excuse me, uh, listened to- Have you heard the great cons? Yes. Carlin's, right? Yeah. 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 That's how I that know, really that's turned how me I know on anything about the cons is because of that. I knew some, but not of he did anybody guys out anybody, there. Anybody hardcore history. Please. If you wanna Genghis Khan is five one part of the most, series, right? Five part series. I haven't done like two five. two to three hours a piece. Uh one and a half hours roughly each. Is it? Some and the first effect. three okay. are about Genghis Khan himself. Dude, they're so good. And then um, they get into Kublai and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff once he dies, but the, the most, fall of the cons, One of the most interesting figures in history. So and so much is not known about him. The 10 and 11 Nobody knows how he died. Nobody knows time. what he looked like. They have a rough idea. Right. And he was one of the most diplomatic leaders of its time. I mean, he was brutal, but at the same time, if you followed his rules, he was super reasonable. Sure, like Honestly, if you guys go do check this, do check this out and you have an extra buck, donate it to him because I, I love this guy's podcast if you have audible i'm a history buff if you have audible they have everything dan carlin's ever done on audible oh my god audible.com he's great he does his research he doesn't put out episodes often but they're fantastic when he he's a very intelligent man you it's worth donating that even a dollar if i'm not mistaken audible even does like a, a 30 day free subscription out of the gate so right. you could check it out and even just check out this or um He's got other Prophets stuff, of course. Of Doom, too. which is all about the First World War and, yep. and how I know, haven't gotten there yet. But I'm really excited. Killed fucking Franz Ferdinand, and that sparked the war. And then they go uh-huh. all the way through World War One, and how all it's super. I mean, I hate history. AJ loves history. I, I hate love it. it. And yet, despite it's our so dichotomy, it's so interesting, even to me. Right. So if you're at all interested in history, please. He's on iTunes, at least to some degree. He doesn't have everything up there, but he makes a good it really number of interesting. It, and it's just so interesting. He reads excerpts from actual historians from the time. One of the first times you can enjoy history if you never have before. Right. It's it's 
it's a story. It's a book. It's it, looking it back into the past and honestly having to speculate, create your own imagination. Like imagine the, these fucking rulers and these times because that's what that's what I love about ancient history. I'm a much more ancient history ancient guy. Ancient history is a lot more interesting. It really God, is. It they really had to do so is. much more with so much less. Right, like fucking the archers of the mo- oh god the idea could- that he conquered all the way from west china to france like the largest empire ever known that is exactly he conquered more land when you could only in travel time, by horse right. than anybody else has conquered think about since. that you're in a time where you really can't keep an eye especially on that yeah. l- you can't keep an eye on that large of an empire today the Middle East but still he has so not feared. recovered from what Genghis Khan did to those people. He decimated the Middle East so hard that they are still... They were the most intelligent and renowned culture of its time in the early 1000s to 1100s. The Muslim culture was the most intelligent and most advanced culture yep. that there was on this fucking planet. And the Khans decimated them so deeply that they are still recovering so to this day, a thousand years later, still recovering from that decimation. That is the an Middle impressive is still fucking culture. Dude, that's amazing that a man managed to cover that much land on horseback with and arrows it's not even and just him. rule over his ability to what 70 80 years at least yeah between himself and, and his sons and his sons and grandson and his, his ability to um his, and his ability also to seek out potential in these people, like God, I can't remember that general that made his own fucking campaign down. Oh, to the, I know, right? God, I, 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 I misplaced the name now, but I, I'm really rough with names, and I right because I've only especially Asian names. I don't know any of those. It's really tough. Um, but just ancient step people. If if you had any type of skill, he would exploit that. He'd be like, yes, you are. We're if you work with us, and you do not turn your back on us, which you're trust allowed me, to follow your religious are, freedoms. Yeah. You can believe what you want the to believe. The reputation. All we ask is that you follow our rules. Right. Your reputation as the Mongols is do not cross them. You will highly regret it. And that was one of the biggest things is that learning that he was actually very tolerant of religious views. He didn't care what you believed in. Not as at long all. As, he, he was as happy to bring you cross, And that was one of the most brilliant things. And that way he had, back in those times, of course, there's hundreds of different gods out there. There still is today. But I loved the term I wouldn't that Dan Carlin came honest. up with. Things have really dwindled. Is celestial insurance. I love Describe that. Describe that to the people real quick. Celestial insurance. So he was tolerant of all the religions. Yes, you can believe in Muhammad, Jesus, right. Yahweh. That way, Dowling. I'm not seen as oppressive if your God is the right God. Right. I'm seen as righteous because I, you know, I let you live. I let you believe. I let you still keep your culture for the most part. But if you cross me. But despite all those liberties, I guess you can say that he gave. These were also a people that dressed in outfits made of the skin of rats. The the complete brutalness like, of the, these or were even when they had that, nice shit. They can you still, imagine how many rats you had to fucking kill to create a vest? Every soldier had three or four extra mounting horses. They were trained from the time they were about 
two or three on horseback with archery skills by women. Their their fucking pull strength was 160 what, pound triple times what yeah. the average human does now. 160 pound pull strength, and you're shooting arrows to on a point, horseback on horseback when they're like precisely when they're in the air, so you're not jostled, and your accuracy is. They not were riding on horseback, impeded. taking out hawks with great ease. Yeah, like that was like a training course. To for this them. day, in Mongolia, they hawks use out hawks. of the sky on horseback. To the, till this day, they use hawks even uh, to hunt do. food. Yeah, yeah, they became an, see that fox an, over uh, a mile away. Alliance. Yeah, it's it's the most crazy nation. I mean, absolutely we're fanboying insane. out on these motherfuckers. And and if this is an indication as to how much and you granted, should really listen to this they, fucking series, oh my god, then I don't know what the fuck else we can do to convince and, you because and, it is so goddamn good. These and Dan Carlin brought up a great were point. Amazing. Because we are gushing over these people, but they were brutal, awful people. They killed 45 to 60 million. The mountain of bones? Yes. We don't even know how many people they killed. There was a there was a time where a historian said, oh, those must be snow caps over there. Granted, we're over by the Himalayas. So those must be snow caps. No, there were mountains of bones, impassable, because people would pass out, get sick. The, the roads were covered with just decaying grease of people and we're gushing over these because we're so far from it we don't care about the dead anymore and that's the real interesting thing is in a hundred years 50 years who knows when it's gonna happen somebody's gonna write a positive book about what the nazis were trying to accomplish even though the six it's million a really Jews, interesting point that he it makes really is because it really is we're we're what we're 60 70 years away from world war ii and of course, we still yeah, vilify yeah. Hitler and the Nazis because they're awful people. The Mongols were still awful people, but you have to respect the military strategy and the ultimate leadership of Genghis Khan and even his son. Or Hitler. As we even were just his son. Yeah, Hitler falls, it crumbles. Genghis Khan falls, it doesn't crumble right away. No, no. In fact, it lasts a full generation. Full generation. It's he not kill- until two generations this man later that things finally kills fall his apart. possible son. I can't remember why. Why was it? Why did I? It's been so long. So I, know. I don't. I don't have. He the killed his possible son because why um, do I listen to this at work? So I am doing shit while I listen to this. Right. So I don't have Me all too. the details cataloged well. away in my head. But at the same time, like it's crazy the man literally was willing to kill his sons to keep his legacy exactly and it, it honestly it was his possible son because his mistress right. or his wife one of his concubines they were was, known for being a very rapey culture well, yeah and they were kidnapped away from him came back nine months later he rescued her she was pregnant who knows if that's his kid there's no DNA test yeah, in that time. Yeah, definitely. He kills him. <laughs> he would have that shit in the 70s. So He kills him because I think he was, um, you know, too po- apologetic. And the one that uh, supersedes him is also known as apologetic. People mock him almost because he's too... I can't remember the following generation's name. Neither can I at the moment because I'm a little drunk. Fair but. Enough. It's just insane. And now that you chose Genghis Khan as yours, I'm kind of at a loss. Look, man, I don't expect you to choose a separate one. Like Based on how we've been gushing and, and obviously your reaction from when I said Genghis in the first place, we both would have gone with Genghis. True. And, and that's with great reason. Like, if this last 10 to 15 minutes or whatever it has been 
hasn't proven that enough. I don't know what else could because this you man need to was, check it out. You really need to donate to this guy. This guy leader. does an amazing job, Dan Carlin. I mean, the Huns were great before the cons, but the cons Fell. were next level. Like they, they literally took it to a place that nobody else has reached since. Right, they have and they have going. achieved their leader a culmination and that nobody can compare. Going usually when those kinds of empires are built, the leader dies and it falls apart. Like like Alexander the Great, which he mentions, conquered, conquered the known world by twenty five years old. Right, and then he falls twenty five, twenty four, something like that. Right, he so, dies, and then his generals just split up the land, and it becomes chaos. Immediately devolves. Into Immediately devolves caveman, into almost greed, chaos, yeah. and all sorts of shit. Ah, Genghis Khan, man, he's just Genghis so Khan, amazing. He is the one that led the so fucking ama- world, but so brutal. He was such an asshole. Too. Oh, yeah. He killed millions of people. We can't just surpass that. You but at literally, the same you time, cannot, guys. We have made the ultimate point possible that you need to listen to Dan Carlin's. Hardcore history. It really is a great story. If you're in for a great, we're story. not asking for sponsorship. We're not asking. For, just, no, just we're asking you to sponsor him out. because I love his shit. This is one man who's doing something real for the world. He's teaching people something. We right. we pontific- we don't teach you shit. We, <laughs> we pontificate. Shit. At best, we give you basic facts that you can take for average IQs. Value. At best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. He just uh, fucked up his mic. <laughs> his mic stand just fell apart. As it says That's on our Podbean page, three yeah. unintelligent guys trying to have un- or having trying to have intelligent conversations. Yeah, I can't even spit it, it out. We can't, I can't even spit it, it out. Uh, so, sorry we got I, I, so real at the end here, but man, this is a great podcast. I feel like it was interesting enough that despite it not being funny, it yeah. mean would you, you obviously would go Mao otherwise, right? Am, no, am I, I, not I mistaken? hate Mao. You hate, but I feel like you would make. You wouldn't make him the next best leader of all time? No. Who would you go with next? Who would I go with next? Alexander. Henry VIII. I mean, you can't really do much outside of those as, two. The Huns? As a leader? Attila, maybe? As, like, as a leader or a dominate? God, it's really I, hard. I would say, I mean, I'm leaning toward Alexander. is as close as you can get to being a similar thing but i'm leaning towards alexander but i don't think you can compare to the cons i really don't i really don't either but um and this is coming and and i hate to admit this that i haven't seen marco polo i i haven't either and now i'm probably gonna watch it it 100 deals with the time that marco polo was dealing with kublai khan yeah i mean that that is 100 at least the one uh season i guess that they did series whatever you want to consider it one of the most expensive shows that Netflix has ever put out. And uh-huh. I've never watched it, despite the fact that it deals directly with these exact times. And, and it's supposed to be one of the best shows Netflix has ever even put out, as far as I know. I'm definitely one of the most expensive. Oh, yeah. Because apparently one of the scenes they, they create oh, the armor they have are to do? so accurate. They didn't do it like they do in like 300, where most of it's CGI. Right, they they legitimately created these physical scenes. effects. Yeah, they have legitimate sets, like that a civil are war so reenactment, almost. that it's almost painful. 
Right. I'm gonna have to check that out now. I, I honestly can't to wait this. to watch. I've been wanting to watch it for so long, and I just my fiance is not yeah. into history, so it's hard to get her into that. Sort I'm gonna of get shit. my fiance into House Cards because I'm really into that. I too. still have never watched that one. And that's I another know. one. It's, She's it's not politics, into politics, it's government, exactly. It's, but it's great. Kevin Spacey. That's all you need to say. All right, at two um, hours and forty minutes in, I, I got, think it's probably a good point to cut yeah, this off. I can't come up with 10, another leader that I would come up with number two. Alexander's the only one I'm coming up with, and. That story speaks for itself. Really Everyone is. knows it. It really does. It I mean, that's that's as close as you whether can he get. was gay or not. It's debated. He's still fucking great. I don't think you can compete with that. I mean, no one has come close. America has been a great nation since the George 1700s, Washington was known best for his retreating. Yeah. If I had to pick a favorite president, everybody knows who my favorite president is. It's not Taft? Tom and Jefferson. Taft? No. <laughs> It's not Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> it's uh, Andrew Jackson because of his brutality yeah. and. Andrew Jackson's amazing. If you don't know anything about Andrew Jackson, go learn yourself. The only other question that I had written down for this he's was... He's an asshole, but he's amazing. If you had to pick one current presidential candidate that you would be like, fuck no. Trump. Trump? To me, it's still Hillary Clinton. Yeah? I would rather have Trump than Hillary Clinton. God damn! Are you that is vote? how strongly I feel. Oh, I'm definitely voting. I'm okay. voting, but I, I'm, I'm not voting because I just and and that all depends. Honestly, I mean, okay. Let me call let me, me an apathetic person. Let me readdress that because that that was almost an insincere thing because because of where we're at now. I will vote depending on who ends up being the primary options. Right, which I'm pretty sure, unfortunately, is unfortunately be Trump it's going to be Trump and Clinton. That right. it, and and so to me, I guess that means that that I wouldn't vote because unless Sanders is in there. I don't care. You can go and still vote for Sanders. It's a trap. It's a crapshoot. It sure. really is. It'll be a worthless vote, but you can still tr- vote for. I can't Sanders. stand the idea of. I don't see either of them being better than the other. No, they're Clinton is both evil. garbage, and <sighs> Trump is self-explainable. Still, I don't want to give him I'm any more. Still airtime. hung up on Trump because, him. despite everything we know and everything we've seen. In re- since Super Tuesday, he has changed. He has become at least slightly more presidential than he was before then. He is, again, slightly. Observe my use of slightly. <laughs> slightly. Less, less oppressive, less childish, negative. When your presidential races come down to the point of, you have big ears, but you have small hands. Which when means that's you have a small when your president, when that's when your presidential candidacy has come down to insults of that variety, it's really hard to choose who's going to be at all of any value at all. But when part of A and then Hillary Clinton is your only other B, how do you choose that? Like, how? It's really a crapshoot. You really friend. can't choose that. It's honestly the... It's a lesser of two evils, it's, it's, and you can't even pick a lesser because I, they're almost equally as evil in slightly different ways. I don't even think I'm over-exaggerating here by any means, but it is... This is going to be a tough episode to write a description for, I'll tell you that <laughs> right the fuck now. Uh, but as far as the it goes... get political, maybe? <laughs> now, granted, I don't know all of history, but I want to say this is... If it turns out being Trump versus Hillary... That is the worst two-candidate race I think if that has ever happened in history. I can't speak. What do you think was the best candidacy that you can remember within your own lifetime? Who versus who? Who would be the best 
candidate. Not necessarily who versus who, but who that you know has run and maybe not necessarily won that should have maybe won. My vote, Ross Perot. He changed the game. He go, He was... He was a less inflammatory version of what Donald Trump is now. He wasn't playing by the normal rules. He was already rich, so he was playing that game. I hate the look on your face, and I feel like it's going to be such a bullshit answer. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to keep talking my shit. Okay. Until I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. Until I'm willing to hear your garbage. I'm so excited. Ross Perot, man. He was, he was the first one that really changed the game for me. I mean, and again, I wasn't paying attention to this race this is all later gained information from the current i mean i'm 24 now and and being this young is hard to pontificate i think it is the right word on uh what prior elections would have been because i really even how many elections did you pay attention to i've only paid attention ish to, to one right the and that's one. when obama was first elected slash second elected whatever but I've only voted for him the very first time that he was elected in. I never voted, but that's just me. I voted one time. I feel like greed always wins. And so. I th- that was entirely based on change. You know, a, 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 a stupid... Which was his... What was I, 19? Banner, basically. 10, ni- 2010. Uh, 19 or 18, so it's 10. So I was probably 18 years old at the time. So yeah. I was really basing my decision One of the only ones in our class able to vote. Um... And yeah, you're right. I was one of the because you're an early bird, right? And then, oh, okay. So technically, I guess I have voted twice because I voted in both elections then. Because he's on, he's on eight years. He's on a second term. Am I not wrong? Am I wrong? Uh, let's see. I, I, he got, like it, I think term, he was in he? 2000. Am I crazy? He's no, he's definitely on a second term. Okay. but I think he was elected in 2008. Yeah. So okay. So technically, I voted in 2012, 2012 for a second term. Yeah, he was. He was uh, okay. So I'm not in I have only voted once. Um, Cause you didn't and, vote and when it was him, him versus Romney. And, and that was like, yeah, right. Exactly. You didn't vote then. No, no. Okay. I voted, Neither did I. I would have voted. I the worked a 16 hour shift that day. I didn't I, care. I, I would have voted the second time he would have been coming into office. And I, I voted entirely on, well, fuck the white guy. Let's see what the black guy has to give. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even a black guy. And I was like, I'm voting for him because he's black. And, I mean, I guess to some degree it was influenced on, you know, change and whatever and all that shit he was promoting at the time that ended up being total bullshit by the time he got in and, and by the time what his What do you do when there's second, political gridlock? Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can't really do anything about it. But to, to me, I was, I was an ignorant 21-year-old, the 20-year-old, something like that. And so I just was like, fuck yeah, vote for change. I like diversity. I grew up with a bunch of black kids. I had black friends. <laughs> Talking black kids. I mean, that's basically how, I mean, not to be a racist asshole, yeah. but that's how I voted. Like, Understandable. That, that was the the main reason I voted for him, because at the time I didn't understand any level of political conversation and, and what they were talking about, they were debating, whether or not one side was more right than the other. I was just, he stands for more to me at that point than the other for one, the because people. he was right. changing everything. He was the first black guy. He was the guy that was going to change the game. And that's the only reason I voted for him. But at this stage, now that I'm 24, I'm actually able to make 
and, and I've been following this, of a course. More educated vote. I'm able to make an educated vote. Exactly. Right. I actually have a. I mean, still far from an actual educated stance. I guess a more educated Hours vote research, is, is a better right. way of putting it. I, I know more about the game than I did last time. Is probably the best way I can look at this. And even still, like I, I just I don't know how to go about this. I don't know, I don't know if. Because Trump is a good option for still voting that same way that I voted the first time. Is he is going to be changed because he doesn't follow all that same bullshit? And it's like, well, it didn't go well that time, but maybe this time mm-hmm. things will change. Maybe things will be differently. But at the same time, am I am I convincing myself that things are going to be different when at at my heart I know things aren't? Am I going to vote for Hillary when things are just going to go back to the way they already are and or maybe even get worse than they already are. or is Trump going to be that guy that I don't foresee things getting worse and that they do get worse it's just like is there any way to know this shit's going to go? roll the dice is there any way to know this shit is going to be decent for how you vote I mean there isn't there really isn't and you I re- hate this process you ready for uh, my, my uh, response give it to me just give it to me because no, at this point uh, I'm just babbling might I'm have babbling in a drunken stupor might have not been really in my lifetime but Bob Dole votes for Bob Dole. Good point. Bob, Bob, Bob fucking Dole. Dole. Fucking, if you don't know how to vote for it, vote Bob Dole. There's a guy in the game right now called uh, Robert Dold. D-O-L-D-E. <laughs> Bob Dole. And people keep calling him Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole votes for Bob Dole. Bob Dole votes for Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole. Let's leave it on that, right? That leaves it up to you folks to pontificate what goes on from here on out. Bob Dole versus Bob Dole. My name is Petey. Bob Dole out. Bob Dole out, says AJ. We're out of here, guys. New equipment, new views, life's crazy, drunk. Bob Dole. Bye. Bye. Let's finish this shit off. I think I started talking before I had the mic to my face. Or before it was recording or something. Um, It definitely recorded a little earlier than I wanted to. But I don't really give a shit. It'll be fine. Will it? Ah, God, I'm self-conscious. Embarrassed to say, but uh, I paused, and then I ended up just leaving it because I didn't really start too early, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, As usual, God, I do a lot of eh when I do these things. I should really just have words available. It's a, I don't know, some sort of technique, I guess, to wait until I have words. Whatever. Find us on Twitter. And just follow us. I mean, sometimes we say interesting shit. We're not super active, but hey, if you want to interact, that's probably the best place to do it. You can find us on Twitter at G-E-N-T-S underscore capital if you want, I-N-Q. That's Gensync. Find us. Follow us. Let's have some fun. Facebook.com slash, did I say tot or dot? I'm not even sure what I said there. Facebook.com slash Gensync. Get rid of the underscore for that one. G-E-N-T-S-I-N-Q done that's facebook we're not as busy there is not busy as we tend to be on twitter but facebook's even less i don't know it's just easy interface for a lot of people so we made one anyway um and we do check it It just we don't do much with it to be honest Uh, but we do post there weekly we let you know when the shows come out and all that good stuff so if you want to go ahead follow our facebook page like it whatever that i'm not even sure how that whole system works isn't that sad they're being 24 you'd think i fucking know uh, again, facebook.com slash gents inc, no underscore. You can hit our email up if you want. That's gentleman's inquiry at gmail.com. G E N T L E M E N S I N Q U I R Y at gmail.com. Because I know you're a bunch of ne'er do wells if you're listening to this anyway. Probably semi retarded if you're not.
Fuck, I'm holding the mic. I can't clap. Golf clap. You'll hear that anyway. It'll be a bunch of noise on the mic. Uh, yeah, if you can't spell, good for you. Otherwise, there it is. Gentleman's Inquiry at gmail.com. Hit us up. We always take it, I suppose. Um, let's see here. What am I missing? Am I missing anything? Oh, duh. Uh, iTunes. Fucking subscribe. If you want to rate, please go ahead. But subscribe. All we want is to know that you're listening. Um, and that's good enough. We can tell how many subscribers we have, and we don't need to hear a rating or any of that shit. We'd like to. Don't get us wrong. I mean, we like our egos pumped just like anybody else, but uh, we don't need it. So if you want... Direct one friend, just one, to iTunes. Tell that motherfucker to search Gentleman's Inquiry, and we'll be right there. Or, if you're a real fella, everything's got a fucking share button on it these days. Click that little share button, attach that shit to a message, and just send it to one friend. Be like, hey dude, these guys are retarded. More retarded than you. Check it out. You'll probably get a kick out of this. Good enough. We don't have to... It doesn't have to be anything positive. You can tell them that we're fucking morons. You can tell them that we're sexist pigs or, or racist. Not that we condone that in any way, but we understand that that could be misconstrued with... Oh, God, this is really getting off topic, isn't it? Just tell your goddamn friends. Subscribe, rate if you want. Whatever, that's iTunes. Find us on Stitcher. Uh, and our Podbean page, gentlemansinquiry.podbean.com. I'm gonna stop fucking babbling. This was a fun fucking episode. I don't know if you guys had as much fun as AJ and I, but this this was a fucking blast and probably one of my favorite episodes we've done so far. Hopefully you guys enjoy it just as much. And if you do, like I said, spread the shit around. God, I'm annoying. PD, getting out of here. I fucking love you guys. Big kisses. And I'll see you fucking next week. Bye. Well, we'll see. Well, whatever. Bye. Bye. And one more bye. Bye.